3: What's
1: up, what's up, what's up, up? what's
0: up, up? I did my best with that this time to see how that would work. Welcome in, it is episode number one of Jobbing Out, one as in the number of functioning knees that A.J. Francis currently has.
1: That's not true.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh man, it is uh, Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn Clark, he's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he is of course... The
1: main event.
0: Bent bent. What Was you guys that been that doing this week? Everything G- good? There yeah. we go. I think that's yeah. the last one. He's uh <laughs> B- Ah, you son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs>
2: See, I thought you were going a different way with the uh, number one. Because
0: <laughs> where what did you think you I was going with? Well,
2: number one also has to go with god the guest that we're getting later in the show. Well,
0: okay, for which oh my god, oh my god, he's still doing it. It's like we have. a... You know what'd be really funny is if he wasn't actually here and we were actually just hitting a button. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So why number one for our guest later on in the show?
2: Well. He had one very famous nickname, but he had went by another nickname, which was the one.
0: Oh, I vaguely remember that I vaguely remember that all right, so we got a lot to do this week, but yeah, uh coming up later on in the show um now did he did th- did our next guest have anything to do with your current state a j did he have anything to do with uh, you? no uh, okay
1: it did happen on a day that he was there, okay, but but it wasn't his fault. It was whoever set the bags up, which I don't remember
0: who it was. All right. Well, we'll get into the bottom of that, and we will uh, sue that person. But uh, Billy Gunn, uh, yes, Mr. Ass himself is going to join us later on in the program. He is coming back to MCW. I cannot tell you. I, like, there's There's been a lot of MCW shows I said I couldn't miss in my life, right? But like, this officially becomes the most can't-miss MCW show of my lifetime because MCW is playing my high school mcw is running perry hall high school on uh, december 28th i am so excited about that uh and i am going to be there it's going to be a great night billy gunn hall of famer tito santana and
1: it won't be the first time you watch other people do
0: athletic feats in a gym and didn't do (laughs) any on your own you are not kidding about that that (laughs) is not a joke uh, Tommy Dreamer will be there as well as Kelly Klein and Mandy Leone from Ring of Honor. It's going to be a great night on December 28th for New Year's Mayhem. And hell yeah, I will be there. And I am looking forward to that uh, at Perry Hall High School. By the way, the home of great basketball all of a sudden. Uh as over the years it's well, all
2: you had to do is just no longer be there.
0: Right. Well there was a time by the well, way Well the reason why is because white people used to go to Perry That Hall. is the truth. That is a hundred percent true. I'm not kidding about this. There is a time where I might have made the basketball team at Perry Hall High School. <laughs> <laughs> now it's one of the best basketball programs in the region. It's crazy, man. Alright, so yeah, Billy Gunn will join us a little bit later on. Before we get into this week's recap, uh AJ, you only let us know about this a little bit earlier on today uh unfortunately right as things were getting going like i saw they were doing uh tv packages about you and yep. everybody was getting hot and bothered right as it was getting going uh a little setback for you in your wrestling career
1: yeah i feel kind of like the revival but um <laughs> what but uh, it's actually not that big a deal i mean I, I do have a meniscus tear in my right knee but i had a meniscus tear in my left knee four years ago and i came back and played and I actually hadn't played in an NFL game before then, and then I'm, you know, made four different teams after that. So like, the injury itself is not that big a deal. It's at 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 best, it's a three to four week recovery. At worst, which it's not that bad, is a three to four month recovery. And I already know that it's not that bad. It it's all it's all going to depend on how the surgery goes when I get it planned. Blah blah blah. But I'll be having surgery probably within the next week or two. And then I'll be back training at 3D in January. So
0: so you're good. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. You're I'm you're good. good. It's, it's not. not, no, this, not doesn't,
1: this doesn't really change anything. This just means like instead of I had the opportunity that I could get a tryout in April or July. Now it's definitely just going to be July, which okay. is not that big a deal. I was planning on it being July
0: anyway. You know, we've had guys on, obviously, that were in this stage of their career. They just weren't, you know, also the hosts of the show. Um, yes. So, So let's let me talk a little bit more about this. Knowing that that date is coming, and also now knowing that you've got a little bit more time, Mm -hmm. what are your priorities between now and then?
1: Rehab and building up SCW to be the greatest (laughs) independent promotion that there is. I mean, okay, so,
0: right, the Sausage Castle, of course, is what uh, AJ's referring to.
1: Yeah, we have a a show on uh, December 15th called December to Dismember. Ah, ah. Now, the reason why it's called December 2 Dis, member, is because at the Veterans Day show, um, we, m- me and my members of the row kicked Action Lewis out of the row. Ah. Very, very violently, indeed. <laughs> um, and then after doing so, uh, uh, now um, me and uh, Lewis are going to have a little uh, get-together on the 15th. We will still have that match uh and because I'm just a fucking animal okay you you're just, okay. you just gonna wait, hit wait, someone wait. with a
2: crutch
0: yeah wait a second nope wait no i'm wait, already
1: wait. i'm already, the thing is I'm already off crutches like i'm just i'm a, I, like I'm gonna have to get the surgery, but I'm probably not gonna
0: to get the surgery till after the fifteenth you're you're going to wrestle a match with a torn meniscus
1: I mean I had two
0: days of wrestling practice.
1: With a torn meniscus before I got an MRI.
0: Jesus Christ, man. All
1: right, I played it, I played in the Turkey Bowl tackle flag football game on Thanksgiving Day, which was the day after I tore my Do you my understand
0: meniscus. if I tore my meniscus, like, yeah. I would not get off the couch for a month. Uh, like a he'd, he'd, month. he'd milk it through the Christmas. Oh, my yeah, God. Are you kidding me? It'd be See, such a great excuse to do nothing for so I, long.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm going to do after the surgery. All right, because there. I okay. have family coming in town for the holidays. I was gonna probably do the surgery on the holiday so that because the first I've had the surgery before, so the first two days after the surgery, you're in bed, you can't really do shit. Like, uh, but like after that, you can walk around, you can do whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can't go out there and fucking play a football game right away. Yeah, sure. But but, you know, it's not. It's actually of all the knee surgeries there are, it's easily the best one. Like that's why everybody's like, "Oh man, are you bummed up?" It's like, no, dude, because like my my knee got to the point where I really couldn't put any weight on it at all and I was like fuck. I was like let me go. That's why that's the only reason I went to get the MRI. Like I went to get the MRI like through, uh 2 days, no, 3 days after um I'm no, I'm sorry, I'm lying. Uh, I went to get the MRI a week after I I initially uh tore it. And then that's when I found out that oh yeah, your MRI, uh, your meniscus is torn. So like um, that whole time and then that week like I said I played in a flag f- I'm not a flag I played in a tackle 11 on 11 football game that there is multiple videos and pictures of me doing so I had two different days of wrestling practice before then as well like before I went to get the MRI and found out what it was like I'm just a different breed yeah, You're brother, just saying, flag, <laughs> okay women.
0: okay so you're just saying like you're a different you're... breed AJ Francis Ooh, yeah, breed. I like that I yeah, like I'm... that Hold on, pulls out notepad. Yeah, right? <laughs> I would definitely keep that. So you're saying that you're more of a, a badass like Billy Gunn.
1: Uh, I'm more of a badass. Oh, never mind. I was going to say oh, something. Careful. Careful. <laughs> but I was going to say something. But then I realized you guys weren't at NXT yesterday, so I'm not going to oh, say that. Oh, you better do yeah, not say
2: Do it. not do that to me. Wait, what, one other thing. Will you promise that this show is better than the last December to dismember?
1: Uh, if this is see, this is thing, Aaron, you're trying to get me sued. <laughs> it is not December to dismember. It is December, the number two, dis d i s s space That's member.
0: A completely different thing. Much like okay, will it time. be better than the homonym?
1: <laughs> yes, it will. It absolutely will. Um, we're planning on a really big surprise that I don't want to. I'm not going to give away on the show. You, guys, I just won't because I really want it to be a huge shock factor. And I want people to come out to the show and realize that like SCW is unlike any other wrestling uh, promotion because uh, you're going to get wrestling. You're going to get all the crazy antics of the Sausage Castle. And you're going to get after parties. You're going to get sexy chicks. How many times... Realistically, I've been
0: to a lot of indie wrestling shows. Right, you can, you oh can my count God. the sexy chicks. No, wait, on wait, wait! Hand. What are you talking about? Oh my! If there's one How thing that I actually Look, get that sick art of, wrestling. Well, no, no, I'm saying if there's one thing that I get sick of every time I go to an independent wrestling show, I look around the room and I'm like, Jesus Christ, could there be, like, another dude here for a change? It'd be really nice no, if I could just have, like, one.
1: I found out wrestling shows and football games are the only times in the history of the world that the men's room line is longer than the women. It
0: basically, you're right about that. You are, yes. basically. But yet, oddly, how many times have you been at a football game where there was still a female standing in the line for the men's room? Go figure that. Go figure that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. Okay, let me, again, before we move on. Okay, so that's Sausage Castle, and that's what you're trying to do that way. And, that, and that's cool, and we support it. By the way, and I, I'll say this. I believe that December to Dismember and December 2 <laughs> Dismember are is. far different. They are so We're different. Like- I would say they're actually equally as different as... The start of "Under Pressure" and "Ice Ice Baby." I'd say they're very. Yeah, they are. Dun 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 You can totally hear the difference. Doesn't have vanilla ice talking over it. That's true. That is a good point. It doesn't have that. What about just specifically for your tryout? Like as far as what you. You've you talked to a million people that have been through the process, right? Like you know uh-huh. what it is that they're looking for. You know what it is that you need to do during the tryout because all of your friends have gone and succeeded. Yeah, and I know you've talked to all of them. What's what is it that you're working on for you specifically for the tryouts?
1: Um, keep getting in my uh, my conditioning and getting in better shape. I mean, like the wrestling part. I'm like I do the wrestling part and. I'm not saying that I'm a natural, but I'm kind of a natural. Oh,
0: okay. Like, well, I'm glad you didn't say it because that would have been just boastful, frankly. Like
1: the like, if I'm being 100 percent honest, like the only thing that we've that I've been I've been taught like 20 different moves, how to give and how to take. I've been taught I've been taught all types of different techniques and roles and all types of shit. The only thing that I didn't pick up pretty much right away was doing the first spot that uh, we got oh. taught.
2: I thought you were going to say you didn't pick up how to not tear your meniscus oh,
1: right away. Oh,
0: what a dick! No, what a
2: dick!
0: No,
1: it's uh, the only thing I didn't pick up right away was how the, the the first spot we were taught. And when I say right away, I mean the first time I did it. Like I got, I still got it w- after practicing for maybe two minutes, and then I got it. Like I'm, I've been watching wrestling a very long time. I know how it's supposed to look. I know that I can do it. So like, I'm not worried about that part of it. At all What I am worried about Is continuing To get my cardio um, Up Because I do have Really good cardio Especially for somebody My size But in these tryouts I'm gonna be with Fucking cruiserweights Who've been wrestling For 15 years And they're a buck 90 You know what I'm saying So it's like And I'll be doing The same workout They're doing
0: Wow Alright That's pretty impressive So so clearly That like It's a different level Of cardio And all that sort of shit It's
1: just a different Type of
0: yeah. cardio okay. Like all
1: right, Football football takes honestly football takes more energy like a football game takes more energy way more energy right, out of you than right. a wrestling match but a football game is a bunch of, of you, you really short bursts of energy yeah, for yeah, over yeah. like four hours yeah as opposed to let's just do something for 20 minutes
0: yeah that's a great point that's a great point no doubt about that all right. Um, now, before we get to – we're going to start with SmackDown this week. Before we get to that, I want to put uh, Aaron under the spotlight for a second uh, because, Aaron, you're threatening to completely abandon us next week.
2: That's right. I'm absolutely abandoning you guys. I have 85-degree weather in the Dominican Republic calling, and that sounds better than now talking to you, you guys for What are you doing going hours? to the
0: Dominican Republic, by the way? Like, what is that? Uh, oh, my. Uh, it's my a country
1: and the. No, t- no, no, no. Yeah.
0: Like, why are you going? Why? Like, Sammy why?
1: Sosa's from
2: there. Thank you. L- thank lots you of baseball. I might there. actually go
0: check out the David Winter League like, that, that would
2: be kind of fun. But, um... um. I've been there. Right. No, I understand. I think. Well, you'll... that's clearly why I want to go because AJ has been there and I just want to follow in his footsteps. <laughs> AJ, I think you'll get I mean, this in a second. Stick with yeah. me. Yeah.
0: So, what are you doing while you're down there? Like, what's the. Point? No,
2: um, seriously. So, my, uh, my mother in law is part of a vacation club. Okay. She wants to get the family together. She tries to do this once a. Uh, okay. Uh, once a year get okay. like a bunch of the family together so, you're so going, i get an all-inclusive so you're resort going next for week.
0: a week well, look hey that sounds amazing i want you to know it sounds amazing uh i would just like to bring something up do you know what next week is uh i i don't it's fucking it hanukkah you lying asshole fake jew you're not Jewish you've never been Jewish <laughs> You know I can't. you're a you piece know, wait, of shit for trying to sell me on being Jewish you bullshit
2: can that I forever. gave you
0: so you much that, rope right? there <laughs> to try to mention you, it it's not a specific Aaron like, you don't to I be mentioned a hundred times I, absolutely I, said, knew. I said I said what are you doing while you're down there the I Republic. said Aaron what are you doing while you're down there you're doing anything anything at all I gave you all the rope in the world all the rope in the world for you to mention oh by the way it also happens to be Hanukkah week. Of course, I'll be celebrating Hanukkah. But no, you're a liar. You're not a Jew. You've never been a Jew. I don't know why you're trying to sell that you're a Jew. You're a dick. You're an asshole. And you're a fraud. And everybody, the next time, uh, AJ, make sure this man is banned from the Jewish Community Center. He may never you. are show.
1: no longer allowed at the Jewish Community Center you in Orlando or the basketball Jewish Community Center I play in in Bethesda.
0: Thank you. Bagger. Asshole. Dagger. Asshole! 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 Aaron, if
1: it makes you feel any better, I'm a, I'm a fake Christian.
0: I just like presents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we, but we openly admit that. I don't... <laughs> we are happy to admit that we are fake. There is no problem with that at all. It's the person that tries to pass off years after we met him that suddenly he's <laughs> Jewish. All of a sudden... 8 years, 10 years, 10 years in. Whatever the hell it's been since I've I don't it's been a long time. 12 years, I don't know. 12 years after I met. Oh, by the way, I'm Jewish. The fuck are you talking about? You're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> say, hey, what's do you, do you happen to know what next week is? Happen to know that? No, uh, no, what's going on next week? Hanukkah. Oh, I totally knew that. I was definitely going to say you fucking lying asshole. <laughs> you're a piece of shit, and you know you are. Now what do you have to say for yourself?
2: Um, nah, I don't know. I'm going to the Dominican Republic. I don't As, give a fuck what you think. Yeah, AJ.
1: Say something Say something in Hebrew.
2: Yeah, anything at all.
0: Anything at all? Anything yeah. of value. How about Yom Kippur? That's oh, you're <laughs> a piece of shit. All right, now, AJ, this is the way. The, I feel like his penalty for this. Wait, should, how do I get a penalty for you're, this? Because you're a liar and a fraud. And you'll understand after I explain it. I feel like his penalty should be that he has to watch the Shawn Michaels God movie. Back <laughs> to to on this show. Yeah,
2: I feel like
0: very, if very, he has, very. if you will remember, Does it exi-
2: Wait, no, here's a serious question.
0: Does it exist anywhere?
2: I feel like they've oh, burned they all sh- existence. They of certainly it the should have.
0: But if they haven't, I think I've still got the link to the copy they sent for <laughs> us. So here's what I say. Watch it. Watch it. You once upon a time refused. You have to watch it on the first day of Hanukkah. Wow. I think that would be the. you
1: like the menorah.
0: Yep. There we go. This is. I'm not not kidding about this. I think if you have any. You have any balls at all. The fact that you once upon a time said on this show. That you couldn't be the one to watch the Shawn Michaels movie. Uh, Because
2: you were a Jew. Use, Use my words correctly. I said. Sean Michaels wouldn't appreciate a Jew watching his. Jesus I want to make this very what clear. Said.
0: That is very clear. You ain't a Jew. You're a liar. <laughs> you're a fraud. You are a fraud, asshole, who's going to the Dominican Republic and saying double middle fingers to his family next week, so you could not celebrate Hanukkah with them and instead go lie on a beach and abandon your responsibilities. You know, you
2: know responsibilities. how I know that you're not Jewish. Jews don't really care about Hanukkah. Not that true. Much.
0: Everybody has dinner for Hanukkah. That's true. Did not you ever true. see the he? No. First of all, did you
2: ever see the Hebrew Hammer, the the old Comedy Central movie? No, I did not. Great, see Great, great movie. Hebrew Hammer. But the running joke through it is that Jews don't care about Hanukkah. The only thing that matters. He saves Hanukkah, and it doesn't matter because he didn't save one of like Yom Kippur or Rosh Hashanah. I, That's I, the running I joke in the movie. That.
0: Everybody has Hanukkah dinner. All. No one actual- has Hanukkah dinner. Yes, they- I've been to <laughs> Hanukkah dinner. Everybody has the Hanukkah dinner. It's I'm not going to lie. I have also been to a Hanukkah dinner. It's potato
2: pancakes. It's delicious. But there's no, like, a thing like, you have to get together with family. You have to
1: have... If you don't want to watch the Shawn Michaels movie, as penance, you have to get us
2: eight gifts
0: each. Mm, I would would accept that. No, eight. Eight, of course, for Hanukkah. You
2: have to get us eight gifts each. All right. That's probably less painful than watching that movie. Are you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) For the sake of the show, I want you... To go through the hell that I once went through for a guest that never even posted. You watch that Shawn Michaels movie and you come back here and you report on it. You son of a bitch. You're abandoning us next week. This is the least you could do.
2: If I can find it, I, I will, will find it for
0: you. I will but make sure we find it. And
2: I am not paying a dime to watch that stupid movie. All right, what'd you guys? That's nice? how you know I'm Jewish. <laughs>
0: All right, that almost saved you. <laughs> that circle. almost saved you right there. That wasn't bad. All right, uh, what did you guys think of wrestling this week? Uh, <laughs> let's
2: deal I with... like Tuesday night, yeah. a lot better than Monday night. Yeah. Why is
1: everybody hating on Monday night like there
0: weren't let, let's, phenomenal matches? Let, let's save it, save it. We'll talk about Raw in second I'm just second so confused by wrestling. We'll talk about like, it in the second What
1: do you watch, wrestling for? Boy? You, all you complain, talk about is that NXT is better than the main roster cuz they have better matches. But it's units. not. Okay, you know what? We're going to end up we're going uh, 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 to you know three matches and you say "Raw sucks."
0: Okay. I don't. Okay. Understand. We're going to call an audible. You know
1: how you think? I hate you all.
0: We're going to call right, an audible. Continue. Clearly we're going to do Raw in this segment and Smackdown in segment number 2. Um that's the way we're going to do it. It's not you know it's not just the matches. The NXT there's developed Full, well-told storylines as well. It's How is not, this
1: not a developed, full, well-told storyline? Because it's everybody's, Barry Corbin uh-huh. running the show into the ground into for his own benefit, and, and simultaneously building up Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley so that the three of them are three big, badass motherfuckers so that when Braun Strowman comes back, he has people to go through before he gets back to facing Brock Lesnar and beating Brock Lesnar for the belt. That's how you tell wrestling stories. I hate all of
0: you. Okay. Okay. So in one week, you couldn't tell all of those stories. In one week, instead, you were left with – and this is the biggest thing I'll give you. I don't think the show itself was as bad as people are making it out to be. I think it's the inherent problem with not having your champion on television. The inherent problem is that when you have so little to begin with, and then you lose the guy that you're pointing to as the star on top of it, you're left with a show that you sort of feel like you're watching and saying, all right, you're just kicking the the tire. You're just, just moving things along yeah that's what they're doing that's what
1: happens when your number one star of stars has to forfeit the belt because he has leukemia and then your next number one star of stars shatters his elbow I I,
0: i understand that it's why it would be nice to have your champion on television It would be nice if you didn't allow to have a champion. But but no one has said this show sucked because
1: Brock Lesnar wasn't there.
0: It's not just – again, we're doing two things. Brock Lesnar is not there a lot. (laughs) But in other weeks, it's less noticeable because of other things that you have. When you lose Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman on top of having already lost Roman Reigns, you're now talking about being seriously down when it comes to what you're selling. And it's not just who's there. Is that true?
1: Because Seth Rollins –
0: and Dolph
2: Ziggler put on the raw match of the week. We I don't think we need to vote. I don't. No, we don't no, we don't need don't to vote, but the that. match was meaningless. They did it to do it. They did they did it for the sake of wrestling. Dolph Ziggler's not even involved with what he was involved with 2 weeks ago. He's yeah, not involved because, with Drew McIntyre anymore. Dolph Ziggler because was just he's there not to be a Dolph giant Ziggler.
1: Monster. And he's I understand not a that giant monster that that Braun Strowman's going to run through. That's uh, I, why. They're giving Dolph Ziggler a chance to be Dolph Ziggler, which is what he did. Dolph Ziggler Put over the, the superplex into the Falcons' arrow as a finisher. And Thank nobody, God for that. That was the best part of it. And nobody's... It. And everyone's telling me Ross sucked. I hate all of you. How many times have we seen Seth Rollins do that move or a 1-2 kickout? It finally got put over and after a fantastic match. And then Ross sucked. I hate all of you.
0: All right. So that's yeah. how AJ feels. Um, yeah. I, Look, I, I, I hear you. I don't... Again... I'm not going to tell you that I think that Raw, the show itself, was horrible. I think that when you're missing that much, and I will co- combine it with, I like a lot of. The you might are, not
1: say that, but the whole that's internet fine. has said that
2: that's over fine. and over but, and, but and, but and over thing. and over and over. It sucked in the same way that a lot of the Raw sucked, which is that nothing of substance happened. Nothing of substance. Fundamentally, like we 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 entered the show with but, but, Baron. But that's a, this is another
1: pick and choose because there's no substance that's come from any truth TV,
2: but people love it. And, and there's the no way, there substance. Two hour, and I'm going to say something. There's no year, substance. There's if there more, was two hours of truth TV, I'd have a problem with that too. Yeah, I know. Blast now
0: that me. would make that would make one of us. So. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely make one. of us <laughs> yeah, right? You will be on an island there, sir. <laughs> you, there are a lot of hills. You picked,
1: the, you picked a terrible hill to
0: die. Yeah, a lot of hills, man. A <laughs> lot of hills. Um, I, there is something to what Aaron's saying, and I get that. Like, you do want more of a combination. of What I would say is that it's... I pick- understand that,
1: but what I'm saying is they gave you that. All this was was a week of Baron Corbin being the asshole GM so that you hate him, which they do. It was him teaming up with Drew McIntyre and showing his allegiance more with Bobby Lashley, both of them.
0: Right, that was the which, theme of the show, Which yeah. is
1: all so that when Drew... When, Braun Strowman goes back, comes back, he goes to Bobby Lashley, then he goes, oh, sorry, he goes to Baron Corbin, then he goes to Bobby Lashley, then he finally goes to Drew McIntyre, and that's how he sets up, gets his other chance with Brock Lesnar. That's storytelling. That is wrestling. How do you not, um, how do people pretend that's not a thing? Um, well, it, you're I,
2: to... I thought they established that last week. Yeah. That's my problem. Okay,
1: with it. you're right. They established it, and now they're building on it. I, I just I don't think they really built it,
2: though. That's the problem. Is I How don't think they, they built. It? They like, just this showed week, like
1: this week, like if if, if you week, just Baron called... Corbin was so so overly heel as the GM more than he's ever been before, building to the point of his match with with Braun
2: Strowman so that people hate him even more. They're lit. That's literally building. I uh, I see. But if you do the same, because here's the thing, I don't think he was any more asshole-ish this week what? than he was last week. He li-
0: well, yeah, bro, of, right. he changed the, the outcome of it, right. In the middle of his
2: match, he right. made it a handicap match.
0: Right, right. I mean, he had it's, done it's, that you're, one. You're,
2: By the way, he had changed the rules before. This isn't the first time he's ever changed the rules. Yeah, he changed. Guess what else he changed the rule? For Bobby Lashley's match earlier. Right. I'm saying this isn't the first week he's changed no, the AJ. How point. many times has he ever changed the rules for the match that he was currently in? Didn't he do that when he was... Uh, he was, uh, he was trying to be the number one I, contender I, I, back in I, I, fall I, I or whatever. I don't know, but we're, nit,
0: yeah. we're nitpicking and we're losing the point. AJ's point is valid here. He did it more. There was clearly pushing an overload of extreme asshole from Baron Corbin this week. There was clearly—it was beyond what he did this week, the totality of it, the circumstances for it. It was a step beyond what we had seen from Baron Corbin in the past. That part he is right about. Yeah, of course I'm right. I'm always fucking right. Well, let's ease up on all of that. Let's le- ease up on all of that. Your your knee ain't right. I know that much. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I don't know how many of those I can Even
1: with of a, of a bum knee, I can jump higher than both of you.
0: I'm very aware of that. This has never been about jumping. I'd be <laughs> Even
1: if I jump off one leg, I can jump higher than both of you. Probably
2: true. Congrats. <laughs>
0: Probably true. Um, I... Again, I think we're, we're having two different conversations because I'm, I'm basing it on a, my immediately in, in, when those guys were standing in the ring to start the night, I had the feeling of, oh, right, that's what we've got. Like, this is what we've got the night. And from that moment, I said, okay, I can't help but be a little bit meh about it, which is, I know what I don't have. I know what's missing. I know what they can't do tonight and I get it like that's the reality of it there's only so much you can do when you have that many people missing again this goes back to my bigger problem my bigger problem is on that particular night it'd be really nice if you had your champion or your championship belt or any idea of a championship's existence that was still you there. wanted
1: to make you wanted the intercontinental title to matter. It matters.
0: I don't care as much about the Intercontinental Titan Manning as I do about the, the championship, the heavyweight championship of the world being involved with your television program. I would like for uh, both. Technically,
1: it's the heavyweight championship of the universe. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Of the universe. You're right about that. A, I should show respect. I would like for both to occur. I would like that. I would very much like for there to be both. But the most important thing that should exist on a television show from week to week is that there should be a championship of the world. There should be one that matters more, of the universe, that matters more than anything else, and that just disappears altogether. It was non-existent. It did not matter. It was just, and that's what they're doing, that's the way that it goes. And the first week I said, hey, not that big of a deal, because at least... For this pay-per-view cycle, they've got a couple of matches that really feel like they matter. They've got a couple of matches. Now, part of this also for me is that I don't know what they're doing with D. don't know if you
1: guys know this or not, but TLC is looking like it's going to be the best pay-per-view of the year.
0: It could be. I would like to know more about where Braun's going to be, you know what I mean, like health-wise. He's
1: going to be in a match with Baron Corbin.
0: Yes, but is it going to be – are they going to try to do – because it's TLC – are they going to try to do some shit to get him through that match because he couldn't really have a real match, right? Like, I don't, I Possibly. don't know. Possibly.
1: They might have a tables match. I mean,
0: Right. Something. I don't know what they're going to do there. But I guess what I would say is, at first, Dean, Seth, and Braun versus Finn was enough for me to say, you know what? As long as it's just this pay-per-view cycle. Braun versus Finn? Braun sorry, Finn. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. Braun, Braun versus Baron Corbin, of course. Um, that, that would be I, enough. I'd like Ron Finn. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too. opposed to it. Yeah, I hear you. Um, that would be enough to get me through this cycle and say if it's one pay per view cycle, I'll live because I'm going to have that. But when you already have no champion and then you lose the biggest part of your show, that guy, then you're left with just sort of a hmm. And then the Seth Dean thing. Can we all have a conversation about Dean's going down a road that doesn't make any sense? The thing where he's doing the, the shield was rotten to the core from day one, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that, what is that? You need to present some evidence to make that a compelling storyline, or else it's not compelling to me, it's just weird. It's all extremely weird. So I've got this weird storyline, I have this non-existent storyline, and I have no championship picture so yeah i'm I'm not gonna love that as much even when I get good matches as I do when I have all of the things that make sense,
1: yeah whatever bro it was, it was there was there two phenomenal fucking matches actually there was more than two, but there were two that stood out i i am I'm over this conversation that wrestling fans who watch wrestling for not wrestling love to have
0: wait what what <laughs> what, what did you just wrestling
1: say? fans right watch wrestling yes. for not wrestling you yes. watch it for the other shit like yes. like any show that i see great matches i don't give a fuck what happened about the storyline if i see good storyline too that's dope that makes it even better but if as long as you give me the bare minimum of great matches i'm gonna be fucking ecstatic every time because i like wrestling bro I don't like make believe storylines as
0: much as I like wrestling. Okay, well, that, again, you're, you're making it seem like everybody else has the problem. Like, that's <laughs> all part of the show, dude. Like, it's, if they just did matches and never did anything with storylines and never did anything with booking and never did anything like that, then your point would probably be more valid. But, like, the other things are a big part of professional wrestling.
1: AJ, like, your
2: favorite match ever is The Rock vs. Hogan.
0: Yeah. Like,
2: and that was a great match because of the crowd because of the crowd because of the characters involved because of everything around it besides the wrestling that's not even true hogan came into the match as a heel and in the match he was a face proving that the storyline didn't fucking matter
0: well but he told a story
2: (laughs) they told a story it's just that the asshole fans the you know decided to uh, to go against the story that's part of the story, and that's what they reacted to. They reacted to that. They told a the story. It wasn't about having but, a great match. It was about But it only worked. Around. It only
1: worked. It only worked in that match and in that instance, because The Rock is also uh, was is the only person ever to come from WWE that was a bigger star outside of wrestling than Hulk Hogan was. So if because there are these stories and characters involved. No, if literally any. No, I said outside of wrestling. If any other person was in that match with Hulk Hogan, it would not have worked. The fans would have ruined what they were trying to do, which is what they do every time Roman Reigns had a match before he got cancer. But now, because and what they do now with every woman's match if Becky Lynch isn't involved. But now you get an opportunity to have the greatest moment in the history of wrestling because people were watching the match and were chanting with what happened in the match and were focused on the match. Well, okay. Yes.
0: But it wasn't a five-star classic match. It wasn't a. technically... Uh, yeah, it was. It was a good moment. It wasn't a technically brilliant match. I
1: never said it. you don't have to be technically
0: brilliant to be a five-star match. Right, because you can tell a good story, and because you can incorporate the crowd, and all of those things can be relevant. Which sort of goes which is back- what
1: makes that match a five-star match. Right, Thank we, you for
0: proving my point. Well, I mean, I, I okay. <laughs> We're getting lost in the weeds here. We're going in circles yeah. here. But like the, again, the point goes back to that there's more than just the actual wrestling. Like, there's more than just the match itself that goes into it. Like, yes, there were good matches this week. There were really good matches. But that doesn't mean the entire show was great.
1: To me, good matches
0: make the show great. Okay. I mean, I, you know. It's like this gonna...
1: isn't new information. This I... is what I say every fucking time I come on I... here. I have to talk about with you idiots about
0: this but, but again you're doing that bit you're doing the bit that because other people like other things that makes them lesser than you
1: well no it doesn't make them lesser
0: than well me. you just, just call me it, they just me. call me right yeah sure i'm pretty sure those two things are very similar nah, oh, you're not lesser than me because you're just because i'm dumb oh, fair i'm right. not less i'm not oh, lesser
1: than albert
2: That's... einstein even though i know he's smarter than me uh, i gotta be honest with you it, might be I, i've i've actually wondered this aj i i so this is specifically like when you go see an action movie, do you yeah. only judge the movie based on the action? Just out of curiosity.
1: Uh, no. So why, why do you do that for wrestling? Because I never, because I don't care about genres of movies. Like, like, I go to be entertained. And I'm entertained by the matches.
2: Really, uh, see, that, that's, fundamentally, really I view wrestling the same way I view an action show or an action movie. That's how
0: I view it. You know what's, what's really funny about this is, like, I'm almost the exact opposite of AJ in that, like, when I go to the movies if I'm going to an action movie, I, I know the movie might be completely campy and awful, but if I get Jason Statham killing a million motherfuckers, like, I might still enjoy it.
2: You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I'm not saying you, like, just like, we enjoy the matches, we just, you know, we don't think that necessarily it's great. If it's campy and the matches are good, awesome. Like that's kind of how how I view it at least. I
0: don't know. It's interesting. Like like when it's I'm
2: rating the Marvel movies, for instance, I'm not rating the Marvel movies based on what movie had the best action sequences.
0: Well, yeah, sure, I understand that, but I'm saying like yeah. in certain with I don't think. Marvel, oh yeah, sure. With certain ones, absolutely. Right. I don't think Marvel movies are like action movies. You know, I don't know that that's the genre that they go into as much as superhero movies kind of exist in their own genre. Like if I, yeah, if I go to like legitimately, if I go to. I, I, explain any Jason Statham movie to me, and ask me why it is that I still fucking enjoy them. Like they're they're not good movies. They're not Fast and the Furious. Okay, that one might be different. I do not enjoy the Fast and the Furious movies. What? I, just, I don't. I don't enjoy them. I've never enjoyed them. I. I. I Boo this man? I don't know Seriously, it is. I do not enjoy any of the Fast and the Furious movies. But um, but oddly, every other Jason Statham movie that I go see the plots are terrible they're poorly acted it's just awful but yet I walk out with a smile on my face because I just watch Jason Statham fuck chicks drive fast cars and and kill people and yet and, you don't like Fast and Furious. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Like The Fast and the Furious thing, it's almost like I can't get over how, how dumb some of it is. It's just so... <laughs> but inherently. you like your the movies. I know. It's weird, man. I, I don't have... like I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that it makes sense. I, it doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Who'd right. you guess? Yeah, right? Like It's what it is. Um, I, for some reason... And by the way, it's probably unique. Like, was Taken a really good movie, or did we just really love Liam Neeson and Taken? And so we think what? Taken is a great movie.
1: Por Kid los
0: those. What? Why not both? Oh, okay. Why not both? Um, God, why don't why why do you hate other languages, Glenn? I said that do you think I hate them because I don't understand all of them? They're beautiful. Yes, yes. I'm just, No, this is about me being <laughs> stupid. Did girl. we not establish that I'm stupid? Did we not already <laughs> AJ, can you run back what you just said a second ago? You Come are right. dumb. Thank you. That's what I am. <laughs> Hello, Glenn Clark here. I'm dumb. Uh <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got, man. That's what we got in the world. I don't know. What that we're should doing be here. that should be your new lead on it. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm Glenn. I'm dumb. <laughs> All right. Hey, good card here. I'm dumb. It's Actually, not a bad idea. We should look into that. <laughs> All right, um, as as far as things that actually mattered from Monday night, uh, okay, so, yeah, we do need to talk about this more. We see this moment where Alexa Bliss is named, uh, was put in charge of the women's division by Baron Corbin. There has been a lot of bluster that Alexa Bliss is going to be out for a while, a little bit longer than was originally expected. Uh, They like her on TV. They don't want to move her off TV, and they have set up a scenario where Baron Corbin can be stripped of his general manager responsibilities and there is a lot of bluster about Alexa Bliss becoming the next general manager of Raw. Thoughts? Yes. For it. For it. Okay. There we go. Now moving on to the next. <laughs> Look, I'm i mean, yeah. it, it makes all the
2: sense in the world. Like, even let's say that they think that Alexa is only another month or so. Right now, there's not really a true like top position for her. It, it's Ronda's division right now. And everything goes through Ronda. And Alexa, you know, doesn't quite fit in Ronda's world at the moment. So let's say they think there's going to be another month and maybe she can get back around the Rumble, maybe a little after. Well, why not just have her do something? And even if it that something ends up keeping her out of the ring longer, good. Because there's not really a place for her. And we want her on TV. And as yeah, the we don't ever want her yet. to
0: wrestle Ronda Rousey again yeah, so that she doesn't get a six concussion. Yeah, that seems like a really bad idea. I agree with that. Um... I guess the other part of this is, maybe we ultimately don't care, but have they elevated Baron enough to this point that he will still be relevant and interesting and matter after he loses GM responsibilities? I'm kind of in the I don't care category. Okay.
1: Uh, of course they did. They just established this week he's a huge piece of shit.
0: But he can only be a huge piece of shit as the GM. You know what is I mean? Like true? He boy, he can't he can't change matches into being handicap matches. If no, he's but not he can attack
1: people from behind like he's been doing with Braun Strowman.
0: Uh, right. He can do that. And... Jinder Mahal does that. Yeah, it's true.
1: It's true. Jinder Mahal is also WWE champion.
0: He was. Yeah, so Baron now Cor- Cor- he's Baron
1: Corbin. Jobber. <laughs> Baron Corbin is <laughs> yeah, not uh, Who's had a WWE title more often? I mean, more recently, Seth Rollins. Or Jinder Mahal. Does that mean Seth Rollins hasn't been doing his job? Shut up, Aaron.
2: Well, no. I mean, look how, how Jinder Mahal has been used for the past six months. Look how Seth Rollins has been used for the past six months.
0: And Who yet, is higher on the card?
1: And, and yet, Who has consistent? SmackDown's ratings haven't plummeted to the seas as you predicted with Jinder Mahal. Well, that is
0: a good point. Oh, I, that is a good point. Th- that, did, a
1: hang
2: point. on. it Let's did ruin the com- the... It, what does Baron Corbin become no, no, no. if he's not GM? Wait, 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 does he become Seth Rollins or does is, he
0: become Jinder Mahal? Aaron, AJ's asking know. an important question. If Baron Corbin isn't the GM of Raw, will it ruin the company? This Absolutely. Is, will 100%. it end the company? <laughs> If he's no longer the general manager, well, on well, hey,
2: ever since he became GM, the stock dropped thirty points. Clearly, it's all because of Baron Corbin as GM. Yeah, I think
0: it might be the Jinder Mahal's fault, frankly. I think that might be the case. You might clearly, you might have been onto something. But anyways, let's go back to the original
2: point, which is this. I, I think, Glenn, you are right that if he doesn't, if he's no longer GM, I don't know what's there for him.
0: Well, and to speak to AJ's point, you're not—you're certainly not wrong, AJ. I guess my question would be: I don't
1: know if you guys know this or not, but like. Vince and, and Hunter are the people who picked him to be the GM, right? So they're probably going to have something else for him.
0: But did they? I guess my question becomes: did Vince They picked Jinder Mahal to be huh? champion, right? Did they? That's pick... different, and you know it. Well, yeah, it was different because they were trying to go to India and the whole thing. I get that. But did they? Did they pick Baron Corbin to be the GM because they saw stars with Baron Corbin, or did they pick Baron Corbin to be the GM because? They were trying to figure out something that would work with Baron Corbin, and they were struggling to come up with it. And that was what was there in the moment for them to do. And I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know that anybody can know the answer to that question
1: because remember, but you don't you don't get picked to be the GM of RAW. If they don't as a wrestler if they don't really want you to succeed, period.
0: Uh, to some extent, I agree with that. I don't – I certainly don't – I wouldn't think they would just do it for anybody. I, like, I, who
1: are who are all the, the talent that have become GM? Well, Brad Maddox, In-ring once upon talent. a time. Yeah, and they had a really big spot for him, and then they used it, and then they kind of went south. But that's yeah. one instance. I can name you – Fifteen others.
0: Well, okay, but more recently they've been using non-active performers in that role. Oh, you mean,
1: they, uh, like Alexa Bliss.
0: Well, they haven't done that yet. <laughs> no. They will, right? But again, they're doing it while she's not active. Like she w- she will be the GM while she becomes back active. Well, no, the word is they think she's going to be out for a while. Like that's that's that a while the,
1: is a month or a no while, longer a than that. Long? that? They
0: thought initially it was going to be more like a month, and now they're realizing it's probably going to be significantly longer than that.
1: Oh, guess what? She will be the GM when she gets back active as well.
0: well. I don't know that, but maybe. You know, like, you might be right. We'll find out. Uh, right now, what I would say is that there's they haven't done as much. They have not typically used active performers in this role for... Now, in fairness, I guess you could say Baron Corbin was never actually even technically the GM either, right? Like, he's been active, right, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. That's not typically the way that they've used it. Now, all that being said, um... I think that he's been fine in the character, and I, as I said at the beginning with, at the begin with, having him come out and wrestle in, in his shirt and pants was this, the best thing they had done with Baron Corbin yet because it actually was something different and unique, and it worked really well with Kane, so why not keep going with it? Um, I, I think there should be a policy that more guys should wrestle in slacks, by the way. I think that should be a rule. There should be more dudes wrestling in slacks because it's different and unique, and I like that. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how they feel. Do they think that Baron Corbin's a star or do they like the way that he looks and they think there's something there and they're just trying to figure out what it is. And they keep trying to throw things at the wall in order to make them find out what it is. And, and I don't know. I, they certainly don't think of him the way they think of Braun Strowman, right? They, they don't think of him the way that they think of other dudes. I guess Aaron, I would probably come back to the same thing, which is, do I care all that much? I do I don't really care all that much but I think it really would be unique to see what happens if they take him away from an authority position. Do they insist on keeping him in the main event picture and as being a top guy or is it more a yeah, we did this and we just still didn't really I mean, didn't really see it and so we kind of don't care moving forward. Yeah, I mean they could. I just I
2: it's hard. You know, we've seen him. They've been putting him in these positions. And then pulling the plug for
0: whatever reason. Right, they gave him the money in the bank, and right. you know, I mean, like they, we've done this before with Baron Corbin. Right. They've, they, like, there's no doubt they have seen something in Baron Corbin. There's no question about that. But yet they've kind of gone away from it almost as quickly. Um yep. And so I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to make
2: of it. My, my. You know, if you tell me mean... that he loses the general manager position in December, I wouldn't put faith into him having a major match at WrestleMania. Let's put it that way. His match, I don't know why, his match at WrestleMania is going to be fucking Kurt Angle. But if he's four months removed from the GM, why would they wrestle? He might not be four months removed from GM. But but that's why I said if. I said if he's he's pulled in December. You know.
1: I mean, you could say that about literally anyone, Aaron. Like, you can make that proclamation about... His,
2: but, but here's the thing. His job is on the line in December in this match. Hypothetically, there is a very good chance that he is no longer GM in Dece- after December fi- 16th, 15th, whatever the day is. Yeah. But what... But- does that mean he's just going to disappear off the face of the earth before I, the I'm saying, Rumble? I'm saying, yeah, well, not disappear, but I'm saying, yes, if because he loses in it in Rumble, December, I would bet he Royal doesn't Rumble, have a prominent match. The at Rumble, they're going
1: to set up his next feud. That's how it works.
2: That's fine. And I would not bet on it being a prominent one for the biggest show on the planet.
1: So you're telling me you would be willing to bet cash, hard-earned
2: dollars, right now that Baron Corbin's not going to be on the card? No, no. I, said, I said not in a prominent match. If uh-huh. obviously, well, everyone's on the card. So if we're talking about like the Battle Royal, oh, yeah. no, I'm, talking about, I'm seven talking about seven-time Battle, match battle match Royal that's winner. Not in the Battle Royal. I'm willing to bet money that he is. No, Do no, you? because he could be. He could be in like this fifth. You know, like the, they had the U.S. title where uh-huh. they just randomly so just threw in so- Wait, 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 wait. No. No. No, no, hang on a second. No.
0: I think this is reasonable. I think This is reasonable, right? Do you think that Baron Corbin will either be in a primary, a one-on-one match in the main card of WrestleMania or in a tag team championship match? So, one-on-one match or tag team title match? A one-on-one, a a major one-on-one match at WrestleMania. I'll I'll, I'll put money on that. Or a tag team championship match.
2: What did did we put? We already had the 20 versus 100. Let's throw another 20 on there.
1: 20 bucks? Uh, 20 bucks. Sounds good. All right.
2: One-on-one or tag team title match.
0: Done. And and AJ, you're good with those conditions?
1: I mean, that's kind of finicky, because if he's in a triple threat for the Intercontinental title, that's
0: still a prominent match. I I can be the impartial judge there, and I can be the one to say you're absolutely right. That would be a prominent match.
2: I I will allow Glenn to be the uh, neutral arbitrator.
0: All right. By the way, that's probably a mistake. That's a terrible idea, That's probably a mistake. All right, when we come back in, we will talk about what happened on SmackDown this week. That's next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. What? <laughs> Why are you doing it now? What the fuck? Did you break? It's AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Pressbox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and postgame for
3: every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Press Box's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime, and he's joined by the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard postgame. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill, great food,
2: good sports. Press Box's Project Game Day, facebook.com slash Sports.
3: Hey, yo, what's up?
2: What's my theme music?
3: Uber. What
0: do you guys think Mark Curry is up to these days? I don't
1: know. Probably still getting the residual checks on TV One. You might. Be I, right I bet he's doing a lot of
0: bar
2: appearances. You think? Mark? I could see
0: it. By the way, how about I, I guarantee he looks exactly the same as he looked when he was doing hanging with Mr. Cooper. I guarantee that. Uh, Mark Curry, what's he been up to recently? Um. Oh, you know he t- he does. His, he's still like a touring comic. Actually, he still goes around and does like plays the improv in every town. I would go see Mark Curry tomorrow. Back in here, segment number two of Jobbing out. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he is, of course, the
1: main event.
0: AJ Francis, uh, by the way, did you boys see Creed? Not I have not yet. What the hell's wrong with you, man? What the hell is wrong with you? It's amazing. It's goddamn amazing. I, I understand. I just haven't had a chance to see it yet. You guys are pieces of, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I, don't know. I tried
2: to go.
1: This is how you know I need better friends. I tried to go see Creed yesterday with some my friends in Orlando, and they were all like, oh. Let's uh, let's go see Wreck-It Ralph breaks the internet no. instead.
2: Oh, no. I do want to see that as well, but not oh, instead of. No.
0: By the way, there's a real weird thing, 'cause like I so Wreck It Ralph's not my deal and I get it, Disney people are Disney people, it's whatever. Wait, did boy, did you see the first one? No, it's just not my deal. It's not my I'm not trying this is not me disparaging it. This is not me belittling okay. it, it's not any of those do things. Do you like video games? I'm sure I would love Wreck It Ralph. I'm sure I would. It's just not my deal. I haven't seen it. So it's not my thing. That's all I'm telling you, this isn't about that, right? But, um, like, I was looking at uh, Rotten Tomatoes because I was trying to figure out why it is that Creed 2 only has an 83% of Rotten Tomatoes. Because, like, Jesus Christ, it's wonderful. Um, and I, I was doing the bit where I saw that or it's 81%. So Wreck-It, or Wreck-It Ralph has an 87% and Creed 2 has an 81%. What do you think the audience scores are for the two films?
2: 94
0: and 83. Okay. In, in which order? Creed. You think Creed. So it's, it's sort of like that. Creed's got an eighty-nine audience score. Wreck It Ralph only has a sixty-eight percent audience score, right? And like when everybody tells me how good a movie is, I'm always like, "All right, well, I go to Rotten Tomatoes, I see what the number is, I look at that, but I always go to that audience score right afterwards." And I'm like, "Dude, sixty-eight percent audience score for an eighty-seven percent, like that's that's rough, man. That's real rough." But yeah, Creed's great. Go see it so I can talk to you guys about it because I would really like to do that, and I thought I could count on you, and so you've let me down. Um, Let's get to SmackDown for the week. Sue, you know, the amazing part to me about what happened on SmackDown this week is remember like a couple weeks ago where we thought that like Charlotte might be wrecked? (laughs) Not the case at all. She's just fine. The crowd could not have been more split, frankly, um, for, for, for the two of them, which is, you know of- why, you know why? Why?
1: Because people have decided randomly that they hate Rhonda.
0: So it's just anybody that isn't Rhonda now they love? Correct. Okay. That's interesting. That's an interesting theory. Although like Rhonda didn't seem to get, I thought the response I- for Ronda on Monday was actually fairly good. Yeah. Because they, once.
2: They've positioned Ronda, you know, again, they they were positioning Ronda against Becky. They moved away from that, pushed her right towards Nia, and everyone hates Nia. So, Ronda, you know, Ronda's okay over
0: there. I guess, but now, like, everybody's good. And now they're throwing, like... And you know what the best thing
1: is? The best thing about that is, we're going to get the fucking Four Horsewomen match.
0: Well, it certainly seems that way. Um, Time-wise, I guess is the question, but it certainly does seem like we're building towards... Oh,
1: no, it's going to main event WrestleMania. Yeah.
0: You think they're going to have that in the main event of WrestleMania with two girls that aren't even on NXT yet?
1: Do you want me to tell you the answer as someone who went to NXT? No. Okay. Well. Nope.
2: Nope. Nope. (laughs) Granted. Okay. I I understand your point that it's not the high-profile thing. But they have been wrestling on the Florida circuit for a while. That, that's fine. They like big, the house show that's a, circuit. It, But it, I, I understand it, your point. They've been on two star
0: different power.
1: takeovers.
0: Right, I understand that. But in the background, not as wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't wrestled yet on an NXT show. Don't say anything. Don't shut up. Have they not? Shut up. They have not. They have not wrestled yet. As of everything that is aired, as of all of the NXT that anyone has ever seen on television, they have not wrestled. There's a long world from there to... Main event of WrestleMania. Like, you
1: realize Alex Riley was once in the main event of WrestleMania.
0: I love Alex. I am. Yes, correct. Alex Riley, love you it. better put some respect on that name because he's as good of a friend as we have. I'm just saying.
1: I, they're in the main event because they are number three and number and, four.
0: And I get what you're saying, but that is still 25% of the match. Like, it's taking 25%. But no of-
1: one cares. People didn't care that 25% of the matches on Raw were amazing.
0: <laughs> Weird, this is almost coming off like Scott Steiner well, math. Hold on, but if twenty
2: five percent equals suck, then do they want the main event of WrestleMania to suck? Uh, the main event
1: of WrestleMania won't suck because the other seventy five percent is people that we love.
0: And if it's thirty three percent, then I've got a sixty four percent chance of kicking fifty percent of your ass. Something like we,
2: that. We we are getting Scott Steiner before he shows up at N C W, right? Uh, I would like to,
0: but you know, we got to work on that. Um, cool. Look, I am. I'm all, first of all, I'm for it, and second of all, you certainly probably have access to information that I don't have access to, so I'm not going to challenge you in any way. It just seems like... No,
1: it just, it just, it just, this is the time to do it.
0: It, Is it, okay, but is it the time to do it at WrestleMania, or is it the time to do it at SummerSlam?
1: Uh, I guess SummerSlam would be better, but, like... I that guess means my, you're extending the feud with Charlotte and Becky. Right. Another, what, I, I
0: guess my months. argument would be there's a lot of things that you could well, do. Well, we're
2: and, assuming that the feud with Charlotte and. Bill, there's got to be a reason they added Oscar to this match.
0: Yeah, uh, Oscar's going to win the
1: belt. Yeah. And then when Oscar wins the belt, you have Charlotte and Becky both. Uh, well, Becky trying to get back at the belt. That's your Royal Rumble match. She loses, which makes people love her even more.
2: See. Oh, go. Keep going.
1: Uh, Then you have her as heel Becky who people love even more teaming with heel Charlotte and then all of a sudden oh Ronda Rousey fucks up Charlotte in the back oh my god it's Royal rumble. There's no way that people from Raw and SmackDown are both going to be there and fight each right, other. And let's make that and very. The-
0: let's make that very clear. There's only one time a year <laughs> where Raw may face SmackDown, so please, like, let's get that cleaned up a little bit. You're you're really stepping out of bounds here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you use the Royal Rumble to you use the Royal Rumble to debut, um, Shayna Baszler, and you have um the other two debut. Shortly after that, probably the next night on Raw with Shayna Baszler, you have them team up with Rhonda to beat the shit out of uh Sasha and Bailey. And then what do you know? Somewhere down the line, Sasha and Bailey have some friends that they bring to Raw with them.
0: Right, right. I hear yeah. I, I hear everything you're saying. I guess what I would say is in the meantime, the scenario that you guys have presented before, which would be that you do Naya or maybe it was Aaron that presented Naya versus Becky at Mania and you do Ronda versus Charlotte at Mania, which again you just,
1: I mean, you could do that and have the yeah. Four Horsewomen win SummerSlam,
2: match, or right. you could I'm do a cool triple threat too. as well, I was thinking that if you're having Asuka potentially win the title here, let's assume she does I'm just going based off it, you have Charlotte and Becky do the, you know, we're both going over the top rope at the same time to win the Rumble, both of them challenge Ronda there's your triple threat at Mania
0: I mean, that uh, sounds good to me. You yeah, know that I mean, works
1: right? too. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, there's just, it's, how long is Shayna Baszler going to stay on NXT?
0: Right, there's, okay, I, there's a lot of things that you're pointing out. Also, making any plans for eight months down the road are very difficult because you don't know, you've got, you're talking about eight people right now and any of them could get hurt. Within eight months, so AJ, if your point is—that's what I'm saying—you want to do this and you want to pull the trigger, so you you need to pull the trigger now and not risk anything. You got you got Smack that. Yes, they're technically
1: heels, but right. they're heels that people love yeah, they're, they're, on SmackDown, right. and they're teamed up. They're right. going to end up being teamed up. You have an actual tag team in Sasha and Bailey right. on Raw that right. people love.
0: Right. I'm not. This look, is the time to do. I'm it. not. I'm not. I. I think my preference would be just because I think it's rushed to put the other two immediately in the main event in WrestleMania. I think my preference would be try to hold it off to SummerSlam. But the best argument I can make against it is the one that I just did, which is, okay, you do that and you point to SummerSlam for it. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, be- Becky's concussion. Charlotte, tears or ACL. Whatever how about it is. This? Yes. Hey, I just
1: thought of a really good idea. Okay, you ready? So the, the pay-per-view in between is Elimination Chamber correct you have uh charlotte and becky both w- do the do the bret hart lex luger right yeah okay? they both win the royal rumble because we want a one-on-one match at wrestlemania you have becky and charlotte get a shot at elimination chamber on raw versus ronda you debut uh Shayna baszler that's your fourth person you have Sasha and Bayley in that match. That's five and six. And then you use that match to set up the the winner of that match. Is probably going to be Charlotte. So that you can have Charlotte versus Ronda for the belt
2: at WrestleMania.
1: And then you can do the four horsewomen build up after that.
2: I mean, I I like that. It all works. Anything I with like Becky that. at this point. Right. It's just like anything with the women's division. Like, it's I'm good with, but
1: it's. I love how how Becky calls herself the hottest thing in women in the whole damn industry, which is true. Uh,
0: She's she's not not wrong. wrong. (laughs) She sure shit ain't wrong. There's no doubt about that. And I can't. She when she
1: and I can't wait. I can't wait for for three months from now when nobody, all the wrestling fans, don't
0: care about her anymore like they did Rusev Day. Uh, I mean, you're right about that, sadly. <laughs> sadly, you're right, but it's not because Rusev still isn't fucking amazing. Rusev is goddamn like, amazing. Like, they had
1: to use, like, they used Shinsuke to get Rusev back right. hot on but SmackDown. But in
0: fairness, that is also that is also in part the fault of of the fact that the WWE didn't want Rusev Day to be a thing anymore. Like, I, I mean, I'm just, let's call it what it is. Like, when you shit all over the thing, and I do this, I say this all the time. There's too many, in, and we talked about this with Miggs a couple weeks ago, there's too many times where you've done all of the work, and all you need to do is sit back and enjoy, and because it wasn't the work you were trying to do or that you wanted to do, you just abandon it. And when I say you, I mean the WWE, which is you did all the work for Rusev Day to be the white hottest thing ever, but you didn't want it that way, and so you shat all over it when it was white hot, and then you felt the inexplicable need to break up rusev and aiden english despite the fact that you had nothing else for them to do you just did it for the fun of doing it um it never made a lick of sense at worst case scenario you keep them together and when they come out you still get cheap pops because people are still super into rusev day and the concept and wanted it to be something you did all of the work and made people fall in love with something and then just said well we don't want them to be in love with it which is just so Damnedly frustrating right like it's it, it happens constantly where it's like dude sit back pat yourself on the back you you made this happen like i i want to i want to give you credit for this you're the reason why Becky Lynch is amazing. You can say it wasn't the plan and it just happened to play out the way, but yet you still did it. It was on your airwaves, it was on your programming, it was you own it. It's yours. Now enjoy that. Run with it. Take I saw it. so
1: many the man shirts of course. at NXT yesterday. I'm sure. Yes.
0: I'm sure you did. Run with it. Don't suddenly say, Well, this wasn't the original plan, so we're gonna scrap it and have Becky do something else altogether. Like, that's just dumb. Like don't. Whatever you do, and I, that would be my Rusev comparison, is if they suddenly next week try to make Becky fade into oblivion and you know, do something, I, I, there's no, I don't know, if, is there a job? She or? loses
2: the title and then doesn't win the Rumble and then is involved at the Women's Battle Royal right. at
0: WrestleMania. Right, like then then yeah, you're right. It's the, the, the Becky thing will go away entirely despite being the absolute hottest thing in professional wrestling at the moment, and that's the Rusev parallel, which is yeah, Rusev Day kind of went away, but the truth is, they made it go away. <laughs> like, how can you be excited about something that doesn't exist?
1: Oh? Well, does it not exist?
0: I mean, there's no Rusev Day. <laughs> There's just Rusev, which is Everything cool. Every right? day is Rusev day. Well, are oh, you right about that? Thank you. I apologize, and and a happy Rusev day to you. So I'm sorry. I should have said that to begin with. And actually, that would have been the appropriate answer, Aaron, when I asked what next week was. You should have said next week, of course, is Rusev day. In which case, I would have. Uh huh. And though.
1: guess what? Neither one of you came up with that joke because you don't care about Rusev day anymore.
2: because it's over. Because yeah,
0: WWE d- tells us not they to care about it. Rusev day, and we listen. Oh, to now WWE. you guys listen to
1: what <laughs> WWE tells you. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Fuck
0: you. All right. What else do we need to get to? Oh. But uh, by the way, Aaron or AJ, make sure you update. We did name a best match on Raw. We just didn't update, so make sure you update it before we finish. Oh uh,
1: yeah, I, I did update it after four, I believe, forty-six weeks. Let me make sure. Uh, hold on, I'm on the wrong thing. You
0: son of a bitch! Son there it is. Yes, a...
1: after forty-seven weeks of Monday Night Raw, we have uh, Seth Rollins has twenty wins. That is impressive. With fifteen on the weighted scale. As as you know, the weighted scale, you get one point for a one-on-one match, and you get half a point for him being involved in the other kind of match for match of the week. Uh, Dolph Ziggler is making some separation between Kevin himself, Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre. Dolph Ziggler is now fourth on the list with 11 wins, eight on the weighted scale. Finn Balor is still third with 13 wins, 9.5 on the weighted scale. And Roman Reigns is, four, is number two on the list with 14 wins, nine on the weighted scale.
0: All right. Um, so the other thing we need to talk about from SmackDown for sure is that Samoa Joe is just the greatest thing ever. I mean, like, we,
2: God, yes, great. God damn it. I was I was so concerned that that was going to be where they debuted
0: Lars yeah, when I Joe was, came out. I was, I was a little like, bit worried yes. about that, too. I really was. I was a little bit worried about that, too. Yeah,
1: I, I actually, I was sitting here watching it with my buddy Lewis, and, and uh, that we were, want, like, I, we were sitting here making, because they were like, oh, because it was funny because we had been watching, uh, uh, the we're still doing going through the whole list of the top 100 moments of Raw on the WWE Network. So like, it was just funny because there's a whole bunch of like appreciation nights that get ruined. Like Vince McMahon appreciation night was the night that his car blew up and he died. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Stone Cold appreciation night was the infamous uh, milk truck with Kevin uh, uh, with Kurt Grimos. Angle. Yes, um, uh, I believe uh, Shane McMahon or like. D- oh, DX Appreciation Night was the night that Triple H turned on Shawn Michaels. Yep. Uh, so, like, there's a whole bunch of those. And it was Jeff Hardy Appreciation Night that very same day. So we were like, all right, well, somebody's going to come ruin this. I wonder who it's going to be. And we were making guesses. And I we, I picked Lars. And uh, he, I forget, I honestly don't remember who no, he, I, oh, he I, picked He picked R- Randy, Randy Orton. Randy Orton was, was like, his,
0: my wife and I were talking about it, and we both thought it was going to be Randy
2: Orton. I mean, if Randy Orton made sense if he wasn't, right. you know, Invo- right. in involved the with Ray, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Like um, that's why I was like, uh, no, I picked large. But then with Samoa Joe,
0: and I was like, great! Oh my yes. god, it was incredible. Wonderful. It was incredible! I mean, like it—it it doesn't even make any sense, and that's what makes it so great. Like, why in the no, world? No, it does make sense because
1: they talk about Jeff Hardy's twenty years in wrestling. I don't know if you know this or not, right? And but Sam- Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe had right. some feuds in the last twenty years, right? I, did
0: I understand that, but there's no like it doesn't make sense in like the work they've done it was so random in that moment that it was perfect it was yeah. it was perfect that we couldn't have seen that coming um, do, joe, do you think they'll go joe, down the
2: line to joe. like joe coming out and showing the because you know he he went down to the you know you've let these fans down so many times right would, would they show the uh the tna segment where he comes out just high and can't wrestle
0: i'm gonna guess not but would they allude to it sure yes you know yeah. what i mean like of course i think they'll absolutely do that i don't think they would actually show it i um, mean they, they obviously
2: it's different because it's the network and the documentary they have that footage they've I, used right, it i hear you you know i before. You.
0: i i would be surprised but it, i'm not telling you it's a terrible idea um i would just be surprised at this point if they went that route yeah. um look it was great it was an unbelievable it was incredible moment it was just you know like on a and that's i think that we all agree that those are the best when like you have no idea going into that night there was no way for us to have walked away saying the best moment of this show is going to be samoa joe ruining a 20th anniversary celebration for jeff hardy that we never really even cared all that much to begin with right like there was just no way of knowing that was going to be the thing that we were going to walk away from for the week saying that was the most awesome moment that could possibly occur but yet it was perfect i mean it was just flat out perfect Um, are you at all worried that instead of Ms. Daniel Bryan, we're going to get Ms. Shane at WrestleMania at this point? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah,
1: that's probably what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I'm starting to think that's the case. I'm starting to Mm -hmm. think that's the direction that we're going, which, like, I think there's promise with this Ms. Shane McMahon thing. Like, I do. I think that, I actually
1: wish- they Shane at WrestleMania last year?
0: Uh, Well, not last year.
2: It It was- It was Sammy and Kevin Owens, and Shane teamed with Daniel Bryan. Right, right.
1: Correct. And they and they got a really nice push out of that that ended in both of their injuries. <laughs> yes, very, very sad. I would love That's to, a different thing. I would
0: love to tell you if that was a good match. AJ Styles I, I got remember. a great
1: push out of his feud with Shane McMahon. Okay, so, but I guess
0: we would argue The Miz doesn't really need a big push. She's a, yes, he does. The Miz fucking
1: does need a big push. He needs the WWE title. Are you kidding? Well, I don't disagree. Well, that, that's the point. Is he needs the WWE yeah, title? Yeah, I don't think
0: he needs game. a push because everything that the Miz does is super important and matters because he's the Miz. Um, but
1: it, does he? Has it mattered enough for him to be a two-time WWE
0: champion? You're right. That part you're right about. And, and he's I'm not all... the best in the world, damn it. So clearly, she's better than him. Wait a second. He's two-thirds best of the world. He's two-thirds in the of world. the best of the world. You hold your goddamn tongue. Yeah. Right. Um, I actually wish they were doing more with like the buddy cop version of this. I wish that they were really, yeah. I really wish they were going down that road. Cause I think that road could be, they
1: are going to,
0: I, I thought, I, th- I hope they already, right they it.
1: already started it. That
0: whole yeah, backstage yeah. segment with the trophy. I know, that was great. but I want them do. I want them to be rest. I want Shane to actually be part of this. Like, yeah. I think a Shane McMahon, Miz Tag team would actually be wonderful. And Shane could still roll his eyes and could still do the whole bit, but actually going out there and doing it, I think would make it even more entertaining.
2: If you tell me that we get three months of Miz-Shane in that role, and then we get the match, I still would much rather have Miz in the title picture, but I'd be a little more okay with it.
0: Does it help? Like, this is the weird part. Like, they had Shane be a heel, but yet they're not acknowledging that he's a heel. Like, it's a very weird thing they're doing in that way. Um, they but, don't.
2: I don't think they know what they exactly want to do with Shane.
0: I was going to say, is there any way that this could, if they're doing something with Shane in the short term... That it could help with getting Miz over as a face, if the idea was what you guys had a pot, or I think Aaron you had hypothesized the idea that it could be heel Daniel Bryan versus face Miz at WrestleMania.
1: Yep, because I can see Miz versus Daniel uh, versus Shane McMahon at, uh, at the Rumble at Royal Rumble, and to, to to finally determine who the best in the world is, and then once Miz is officially the best in the world, you have him.
0: Be able to challenge Daniel Bryan,
2: but have they have they? Position- got to do a lot of work to get the reaction
0: they want. Right? If that's have they the positioned case. Shane enough to the point where the crowd would be super into him going over Shane McMahon? Bro,
1: this buddy cop bit is going to be great. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I look. I do. <laughs> literally, literally, the segment backstage. With with the co besties was
0: oh it was great it was great. I agree and they're going to
1: have segments like that get better every single week because the Miz is awesome.
0: Um, I look, I'm you're right about all of these things. That part is true. I think if they keep going that direction, it's possible. But I do think it needs to involve Shane. Like, at, like I think they should set up so that those guys get a tag team title match, and Shane screws the Miz over, and it actually is genuinely disappointing. You know what I mean? Like that would go a long yeah. way into setting up the scenario that we're talking about. Um, real quick, Aaron, uh, you can admit to everyone, you of course are everybody knows you're a mariner, right? Uh yes. Like
1: like all the g- other great mariners, including uh King Griffey Jr., exactly
0: right. Edgar Lichero, Martinez. Andy Johnson. Johnson, yeah, the whole bit. You are uh, in Edgar Martinez. Yeah, th- it's the whole crew. You're a Steve mariner. Steve Miggs. Steve Miggs is a mariner, sure. Um name more Mariners. Robinson Cano is a mariner. Pac- Absolutely. Well not, not anymore.
2: Well, not soon at least for well Robinson he might Camel. not be
0: yeah but at the moment he's still a mariner let's get yeah, he that he is right. a mariner jay Buner, a great mariner all great mariners over the years mm-hmm. um and we know that aaron actually is a legit mariner um embarrassingly uh he has admitted that in the past uh anything else from smackdown that we need to cover uh no.
1: why is why was the promo with becky and charlotte so encapsulated because it involved Becky, I mean, but it wasn't just the, the the fact that they were. in It was like what they were saying to each other. Like, it hit me in the
0: chest. Yeah, it felt when, like a moment when you're Charlotte
1: right. when Charlotte told Becky, "You you're pretending to be me. You're a knockoff version of my dad uh, with the man shirt on." And he said, "Now you're, and yet you're still riding my coattails." I said, "Whoa, Miss, you need to calm down." <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, it was a great moment. I mean, it felt like two titans in a ring together. And that, look, we can only say so many great things about Becky and Charlotte and how this has gone. Oh, for the and last. can
2: we just talk about how Mandy Rose brought up PCB?
0: Yeah, that, yeah, was... that was
2: great. And, and by the way, the fact that they gave, of, of all the heels, they gave Mandy the mic, I found that interesting.
0: Yeah, I found it mean... interesting why she's a
2: because she's a smoke
0: show blonde well okay well, sure, okay fair. i mean you're right and i think that, but i think that, i think you're both finding different ways of saying the same thing which is they envision her as a star yes right correct <laughs> okay and we've covered that
1: dude i went to a i went to an nxt live show in fort pierce florida Two years ago, and Mandy Rose was in a tag team match, and her, uh, she was standing in the corner directly in front of my seats, and I didn't watch the match at
0: I, all. And I don't blame you one bit. I don't know how anyone could.
1: <laughs> Me, yeah. I'm Mr. Match. I and know. I didn't watch the match slightly. Well, I don't think but, any and you human still being gave would be five capable stars. of it. Five-star match.
0: Yeah, right. The greatest match you've ever seen in your life. There's the no match.
1: best match I've ever seen better than Hogan Rock.
0: No doubt about that. All right, uh, very good. that it? Are we covered for SmackDown as well? Yeah. All right, very good. When we come back in, uh, Billy Gunn scheduled to join us, and we need to talk about some other things going on in the world of wrestling this week, so that's on the way. I'm Glenn, he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious Boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local Turtle. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course,
1: the main event,
0: AJ Francis. And AJ, our next guest is a guy that you've gotten to know in recent weeks. And, and this is like, what, would you be embarrassed if we told him how excited you were the first time you got to work with him?
1: Uh, no, because okay. I, I mean, I didn't tell him that, but okay. it's the truth. Like, So when when the, when I got the, the first day that we worked together, Billy, and you were teaching me how to take a hip toss. The first thing I did when I got off the uh, when I got back into the, the room to, to get on my phone is I texted both of these idiots and told them. I said, yo, I just took a hip toss from Billy Gunn. Able to it.
0: <laughs> Billy Gunn is with us. Yeah, that's not – that's that's straight shoot, dude. Like, he absolutely <laughs> was marking out about the opportunity. And our response is back where we are so effing jealous.
3: <laughs> hey, it's all good, man. That's, I'm just excited somebody's still excited to take something from me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Billy Gunn is with us here on Jobbing Out. Uh, Billy is coming to MCW. He's coming to my alma mater, Perry Hall High School on December 29th. I am thrilled. I can, how many years ago was that? Uh, a, few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a few. I like it
3: when people say, it's my alma mater high school, and you go, god dang, how long ago was that? It's a
0: really weird thing. In this part of the country, for whatever reason, like in Maryland, when you ask someone where they went to school, like you're asking them where they went to high school. I don't know why it is, but like we identify with our high school here. It's just the way that it goes the the event is december 29th at perry hall high school mcwprowrestling.com to get your tickets right now it's going to be a great night all right i have so much i want to talk to you about but i need to start generically when when you okay yeah when you were first approached with the idea of being an ass man like did you think at all in (laughs) that moment that decades later the rest of your life it was going to be something that human beings were going to be associating with you, uh, with you and talking about wherever you went.
3: Yeah, no, you know, it just it was a, it was just a thing that happened. It wasn't something they came to me or we all planned it out, hey, what do you think about this? It was none of that. It was literally Brian walked out one night on Monday night, wrong called me Mr. Ass and then from that moment on everybody called me that. They just thought, you <laughs> well, know, how it be- was. the attitude there was ridiculous. So everybody thought that anything that Brian said stuck. Brian being Road dog, right? By the way I call him Brian. We're, yes. we're kind of close that way. Um, <laughs> so um, it, it was just a weird deal, you know, and, and like, I just thank him every day. Thank you for people knowing me as Mr. Ass the rest of my life. So,
0: you
3: know,
1: it's all good.
0: There's way worse. There's way
1: worse things. There is worse. Oh,
0: yeah. There is worse. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know it's funny, we, we talked about this uh in school the other day when you uh when I asked you how you felt about Ziggler using the famous er as a move, and you told the story about uh, when Ziggler first found out, uh or when you were at you were in the back one time and Ziggler was like scared that you were gonna be mad that you you took his move. I wanted to ask you and you didn't care at all. I wanted to ask you if WWE brought you back tomorrow and said Let's do a match, you versus Ziggler. Would you let him beat you with the famous?
3: Oh, he's not, he can't beat nobody with it. <laughs> I, I knew that Let's would be the that. Straight. Let's get that straight off the bat because he, doesn't, he does it pretty good. He has moments where he does it really good when he tries to do the knee kick and then do it. I just don't think that's the way to do it but i mean it's not i i don't care that he does it but he i mean i'd let him hit me with it i'm gonna get right back up though and then punch him in the nose <laughs> so, so. Is,
2: is it annoying to you that this finisher this great fisher we all remember is now just eh? everyone kicks out of it yeah yeah
3: yeah but if you go back and look when i used to do it like really good like before i got old and didn't have i don't have hops really anymore um it's 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 a little it's a little different. It's a little it's a little different.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just saw. A, like AJ told us a lot about you. He didn't tell me this. I just saw this picture of you right now. You're not actually 55 years old. That's impossible. How in the <laughs> f do you look like that? Because
3: I, I tell everybody. Everybody asks me the same thing. It's a lifestyle for me. Ugh. What I do. What I do in my training is a lifestyle. It's not something I do after work. It's not something I do as a pastime. It's not something I do just for poops and giggles. It's a lifestyle for me. This is what I love to do. This is what my life is. I train with my son. I work out during the week. I work on the weekends. So I, it's, a, it's a complete lifestyle for me. So if you... like most people always ask, but normal people have jobs. I do not have a job. I haven't had a, haven't had a job in 29 years. So it's, it's. I, I don't say it's easier for me. Yes, I have great genetics. Yes, I have a great work ethic when it comes to the gym. And I'm willing to do different things to keep me in tune with what's going on. I watch a bunch of videos on working out. That's my thing. My thing is working out and I love it. Jeez. So it's, it's it's just a passion with me and a lifestyle. So that's like, if you were to say, what is your job? My job is working out and trying to look and stay as healthy as I can. Because I, like I said, I still go out and work every weekend. I do signings and I wrestle. So, I mean, it's, it's still a thing with me. So I don't want to be one of these old timers that go out there because i 55 but I don't feel 55 like sometimes when I wake up in the morning let me I lie when I wake up in the morning I feel 55 but once I get going I'm okay but you know it's it's that's what I mean it's just a lifestyle
0: my god you look terrifying like (laughs) I I just saw Chuck Liddell get his ass kicked you would murder him like in a second (laughs) Jesus Christ remember all that is for looks nice all
3: that all the rest of it's just Smoking mirrors. All right, all right, man. Oh.
1: Billy, you know what? What is your what's your favorite part about working at the Team 3D Academy?
3: I I love coaching. I love I love the aspect of coaching and um, doing. Sorry, my wife just walked in. I had to give a kiss. Ah. Um, ah. I, I love He's it. hardcore. He's hardcore. <laughs> yeah. I love. No, they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> my wife takes over everything I do. Does she so know how funny. lucky
0: she is, by the way? I just saw a picture of what you look like. Is she aware?
3: <laughs> she's. It, it's different when she lives. We've been together for 20-something years. All, right. Years All right. All right. So she, it's not anything to her anymore. She doesn't care. <laughs> like, she's giving you the worst face right now. <laughs> No, back to your question. I love coaching. I love giving people – like I don't – like I tell everybody, even when I do seminars and coaching stuff, I'm not the end-all of be-all. I'm not – I do not know a lot of stuff. I didn't come from a wrestling background. I just teach how I know how to teach, and I love it. And I love when people – like everybody at at Team 3D is super, super good about listening and and being attentive and not – you know, just letting things go in one ear and out the other, and, and I just I do I'm I love to coach.
2: You know, well, and that's it's something
1: cra- it's crazy. It, it's crazy too because like I'm not gonna lie, when you for the first time I was working and I saw you walk in, I expected you to be kind of a dick. I don't, know, I mean, I just did, but you were actually like a really cool dude, and you like weren't an asshole at all, and you were just a real dude. And that as <laughs> somebody that was there training was, like, refreshing to me because I've been in that situations where people come as coaches, especially in football, where they know that they've done a lot in their past, so they feel like you, because you haven't done anything in your career yet, that you don't know shit, you don't want to, you know, like, you ain't about shit. But in the in the end, you show everybody massive amounts of respect, and I love that.
3: Yeah, well, you know, the the thing about that for me is, the thing about that is, if if I have that kind of attitude and that if i if if i were to walk in and have and yeah you know i play because i tease you about being a football player coming in and doing this and all that other stuff and i tease people strictly to get them to lighten up and to because if you for me if you come in with that attitude there and nobody's going to listen to you i don't care what you do (laughs) so so it's, it's it's trying to get their attention and, you know, when you have that many different personalities, I'm not going to please everybody, but I'll please the majority of them. And everybody will pay attention more than just being turned off because I was a dick. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, did you find like in the, the later parts of your career in TNA or wherever, did you find yourself like, kind of being drawn to, to mentoring the younger guys or, or teaching the younger guys? Or was this something that just recently you found kind of a passion for?
3: No, I've always, I've always helped. Like if people ask me for help, I try to help as much as possible. I try to let them know, like I said, I don't know a bunch about wrestling. I just know what worked for me and Brian. So, and, and when you're in this business and trying to do this business, you have to learn from everybody. You pick and you pick pieces of everybody and you just steal their stuff. Obviously, Ziggler. Um, no, I just mean you. You just have to pick people's brains and listen to what did because what works for me will not work for everybody. But there's a little bit of what I do that will work for everybody. So I've always been I've always been apt to help somebody if they ask. I always do the best to answer their questions.
0: All right, this is the part. by the way, Billy Gunn is with us, and you got to go right now to mcwprowrestling.com and get your tickets because it's going to be an amazing night, New Year's mayhem. On December 29th at Perry Hall High School, again, Billy and Tommy Dreamer and Tito Santana and Kelly Klein and Mandy Leone and, of course, all the stars of MCW. Again, mcwprowrestling.com. This is the part where we have to ask. So you should we should just all tell AJ right now to quit, right? Like, to just abandon the dream. He can't do it. He's clearly not good enough, right?
3: Well, he's got a messed up hoof right now.
1: I <laughs> hey. hey. hey, it before. Uh, when I was playing football, and I came back better than ever. So that's what I expect to happen again.
3: That's it. It's just a setback. I mean, Austin, my son, tore his ACL the, like when we were training, just warming up. And then he had to take six months off and drove enough. Now he's now he's just better than ever. So tell so, me. I mean, it, we have setbacks. I mean, we're 260, 270-pound guys tossing each other around. Things Things are going to give every once in a while. So you just you just have to keep a positive attitude. I know it's hard when you're like just starting to train and getting in a flow and then – Something happens and then it's easier just to go, oh, poor me, and lay back. Instead, you just go, hey, as soon as I can, I start rehabbing it. I start getting better. And I just come back, just like you said, better than ever. And you have a great attitude. And and when you come with a positive attitude, good things are going to happen.
0: I wanted to talk to you about your son, who you've referenced, Austin, who's who's wrestling now and is going to be part of the MCW show, right? Yes, he is. So can you tell me a little bit about... You know, we, it's so common now to see, you know, guys following the footsteps of their dads. And sometimes mm-hmm. it works out tremendously. Other times, you know, the, there's there's too much there. Like, the, the process yeah. of him talking to you about wanting to be involved with it, the the ideas that you gave him, how receptive you were to it. How did you get to this point, and And how comfortable were you with him following in your footsteps?
3: Well, this was never anything that – and there's nothing – like people, <laughs> so it's just going to sound horrible. I never wanted them to be in this business. I don't want them to be in this business. I never, I never, I never encouraged them to be in this business. I never pushed it on them. Never nothing. I just want. I want. I have two boys, Colton and Austin. Um, I always wanted them just to do what they wanted to do. I want them. I never pushed them to do sports. I never. But they excelled in everything. They are awesome kids. Um, the deal with my kids was. When you graduate college, that was first and foremost. If you do not graduate college, do not come to me for nothing. I, and I mean nothing. So, But luckily, both my boys, Austin, um, Colton, my oldest, graduated from Florida State. Austin graduated from Rollins. So when Austin, like I think that was the thing. Like growing up, they never really, you know, being around it their entire lives, they never really had that thing. Dad, when I grew up, I'm going to be a wrestler. I never heard that out of their mouths ever. And they would, they would go to shows, and they would like it, and then they kind of not like it. And then Austin came to me a couple months before he's graduating and goes, Dad, I think I want to give it a shot. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought for sure I'd dodge that bullet. And I went, okay. So I took him to Team 3D. Well, I took him to a different school, actually, because I just kind of wanted to mess around by ourselves. And I beat the life out, not beat him back, not beat him like that sounds really bad <laughs> in wrestling terms. <laughs> in wrestling, in wrestling terms. Because I, I don't want him to do it just for the sake of it's cool to do and it's the thing to do. You have For me, you have to have a passion to want to do this. I have a passion like, like no other, and I love what I do, hence why I coach, why I teach, why I do everything wrestling-wise. So I just wanted him not to do it because I was doing it. I wanted him to do it because he wanted to do it and he really felt heartfelt to do it. And he did. And like he started, he's amazing. The funny thing about working with him, and I know it, I'm his dad and I'm supposed to say this, no, if you know me at all, if you're not good, I'll dang sure tell you, even if you're my Perhaps. kid and you 're going to have to fix things and we 're going to but the thing about him is he being as you grow up around this, you have tendencies to emulate what you 've seen on t v and maybe 'll tell you, I hate when people do that because you 're not the people that you 're emulating, and you can 't do it because you have to go by feel. This is yep. something you have to go by feel to really get into it and he he 's awesome to coach. He's fun to be around. He loves this business, and he and he's doing great.
0: You um, – and, and, and just real quick, the moment – LeBron has talked about, um, you know, the idea that he dreams of staying in the league long enough that his son could make it there and have that moment together, like – what yeah. does that mean to you when you get to go out for a show like mcw and i get it it's not wrestlemania but
2: or or all in they were in the yeah, sure, that's began. a great point right yeah, yeah i didn't think
0: about it Yeah, absolutely like what is yeah. that moment like for you as a dad to
3: experience that it was amazing i mean it really was the first time that we We've worked together a couple times, and, and, and whether, yeah, it doesn't have to be WrestleMania. It's just a moment that I can cherish with my kids to say, hey, me and him work together. And, and he's, he, he gets so excited when we work together that I've got to calm him down because he's just all over the place. But the thing about All In is it wasn't so much as working with me. I just wanted him to feel the energy of 12,000 people in a building. Because that's really what it is for me. It's all about the people and how their energy is. Because their energy will dictate everything that you do. And the energy in that building from that show, because the show in itself was amazing. Let alone get to do a battle war with my son and let him feel the energy from the crowd. And I just kept telling him out there, I go, feel that? And he
0: goes, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool.
1: Yeah, my my last question is, Billy, you look great. You're 55. How how much longer do you think you want to wrestle?
3: You know, that's a tough question. I can't really put a time limit on it. I know it's coming. And That's okay. But as long as I can do this at a level that I'm happy with and I'm not just walking around and I don't want to bump and I don't want to do this. And, and I'm not sour because I literally, I am having a blast when I work right now, I'm literally having fun. People are still excited to see me. They still love what I do and I can still do this at a pretty good level whenever, and I feel it's coming whenever I can't, start performing at that level I'll start backing out and either either coach somewhere full time or become an agent somewhere or do something like that but I'm I'm literally having a blast right now but I if I were to put a time limit I'd only say a couple more years cuz my body is like inside is falling apart <laughs> 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 and it and, and things are really starting to hurt but I mean I'm just but when I get in front of people it all goes away that's the beauty of it. No matter how bad it is, when I get in front of people, everything, I feel like a 20-year-old kid again.
2: You know, obviously, that. you're still doing everything. You were just at All In. You're still doing you know, New Japan shows. Is, is there anything you kind of want to do in these last few years? No. The only thing that I wanted to
3: do was work for New Japan. That was it. <clears throat> that was really kind of the, 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 the icing on the cake is my career is full because i did a a month over in japan did the tag tournament then i did the tokyo dome i got to work long beach got to work tanahashi so i mean that that in itself was amazing and that was really i just wanted to work for a different company in that kind of atmosphere because working for new japan was amazing The, the 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 whole company from talent to management is awesome um, it was a lot of fun. They treated me like gold, and I couldn't ask for any more, and that was that was it. That was uh, amazing.
0: Can you take me – Billy, this is going to sound like such a nerdy fanboy question, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> when When you're standing there, and Brian's got the mic in his hand, and he's about to hit the whole spiel, and you know how effing bonkers a packed <laughs> arena is about to go <laughs> – just at the sound of his voice right like the moment it hits you know what that's going to be like i get Mm -hmm. that you did you've done everything in your career but that feeling alone of you know what's about to happen you know what it's about to be can you take me inside what that feeling is like god i wish i could
3: um no, I mean it's way before he even starts. I mean it's it starts when our music plays. The people go insane because of what you said. They know what's um, coming. Yeah. So they're they're super excited. And and the the difference between what we did in attitude here and Brian's whole spiel and all that and today is it was very emotional. People were emotionally invested in everything that we did. Now people do it just as a thing to do thing to do. There's hmm. no emotion to it. And I know that sounds really weird, but it, it coming from a wrestling person, once you tap into emotions of people and they're emotionally invested in what you do, it's a whole nother level. Like it's I try to tell people that whenever you get to that level, it's it's unbelievable. But when you stand there and hear twenty thousand people losing their minds and then they're just waiting for Brian to cut that <laughs> Cut his little promo thing. It, like I literally, I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like a fan. I'm, a, I mark out for him every time he's done. I mean, I've done it. I can't believe, you know, a bazillion times. Right. Because we've been together for what fifteen, twenty years. So every time he does it, my, I'm, I'm blown sky high because the energy and me just being excited just sucks the life right out of me and then just waiting for him to do it. Like, I hardly can't even do my part. It's a good thing I (laughs) only have to say. Because it's just, uh, it literally... Your part has got me,
1: your part got me suspended from school many times.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Believe you me, you're not the only one. I hear that every day of my life.
2: Hey, you got me suspended from school. I said, no, I didn't. I didn't tell you to say my stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't you put that on me.
2: <laughs> yeah, do, you, yeah. do you
0: remember the first time you heard a story like that? Like, do you remember the first time? Did you think at all like, oh, man. Like,
3: <laughs> no, because it was during Attitude Aaron. and they would always say that, and I really didn't think about it. And now yeah. I kind of – it's a funny thing, but now when I do it, I kind of put a like a, a little um, – um, what's that, I put a, a cautionary thing on it and make kids put their hands over their ears and stuff <laughs> I, just, I tell them exactly what everybody's thinking, so it, it's just it's really just a cheap pop for me <laughs>
2: <laughs> so Love great,
3: it. dude
1: that is You know so what, great.
2: Y- you tapped into something interesting you talked about how before, you know, back in the attitude era, there was the emotional connection and, and now there isn't so much that anymore, what is the difference do you feel, why is that?
3: I think it's storylines and characters that people actually can get into. Um, it, it, I think it's mostly storylines. I don't feel that the storylines are near as good. As a matter of fact, I know they're not near as good as what they were. There's really no competition for WWE, so there's really no reason to kind of really push the envelope or push the buttons of people because they're going to watch your show anyway. You're really the only, You're really the only game out there. So there's no like we all know as as men, yes we when individually we'll strive to do the best that we can. But if I have somebody like on my back telling me, "Hey, I'm better than you, dude," that's a whole nother level of stuff I do. <laughs> like I turn I turn into a freak. Like even with my kids when we train, it's like. A, we, we train together, but it's like one of those things where I go, hey, he's getting stronger than me. Like, I've got to change something here. Like, it's just competition. There is no competition for them. I mean, you have ROH and, and um, Impact, but those are just alternatives. Yeah. They're not any competition. Like, when we were, when Attitude Era was all about WCW and WWE clashing and who could win what. So, when you have competition, it brings out a better product.
0: I mean, I don't disagree with that at all, and I think it makes all the sense in the world. And and who knows if we'll ever see a day like that. That being said, I'm st- I don't know. Are you still a fan? Like, do you still get? Do you still watch it all? Do you still enjoy any of it? I I do I do once in a while, but it's too much for me. Yeah. Three
3: hours is too much. Yeah. Even two hours is too much. But you kind of just can. And the thing is, is the same guys wrestle over and over all the time. That's... Like I'm so over that, like, <laughs> uh, like, and and, but I do, I do, still watch it once in a while, when my wife lets me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I realize I'm about to put him over, but he's our buddy, and he uh, he set this whole thing up. I, explain to me, Brian Holdhouse from MCW, who's our friend. Every time, every weekend, I see him somewhere and, like, wrestlers posing for pictures with him that don't seem like they're just doing it for the sake of doing it. They seem like they actually enjoy his company and, like, actually want to have him around, which I find really hard to believe. That can't actually that's be the case. Very, isn't... That's not true. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yep, that's what I
3: knew. it because just to get rid of him.
0: Thank you. That's what I needed to know. <laughs> I needed to know that. I appreciate I feel way better about myself. Not that's that what I
3: we know. all do. Except for his wife. His wife is super awesome. He, yeah, he, he just go. Okay, if I take this picture, will you go away? <laughs> and
0: he said, yeah. So <laughs> That's great, man. All right, again, a uh, reminder, MCW New Year's Mayhem is December 29th at Perry Hall High School. It's going to be an amazing night. Billy, Tommy Dreamer, Tito Santana, the whole, cr- whole crew. Get to mcwprowrestling.com to get your tickets. Uh, yeah, Billy...
3: Everybody come out and see how fat Tommy Dreamer is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, that's a shot. Um <laughs> At real Billy Gunn on Twitter, and you'll see the most swole-looking individual you'll ever see in your entire life there in the, the the promo. What else can we plug for you, dude? Um, really, that's it.
3: I mean, pro wrestling tees. I mean, that's where all my shirts are. Austin's shirts are there too. He's got a pretty cool shirt. It's a Austin um, um, Generation Next G16, which is pretty cool. That's cool.
0: That's cool, man. <laughs> that's cool. But
3: um, just really that.
0: Awesome, man. Hey, Billy. Seriously. Do do us a favor and please kick AJ's ass the soon uh, the moment that he shows back <laughs> up. Yeah. I will,
1: I will oh, be back ready to train in January.
3: Believe you me, I have zero sympathy for football players. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Dude,
0: this was a lot of fun. Thank you for doing this, man. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You guys have a good day. All right, let's get into the quick count for this week. Three stories we haven't had a chance to chat about that we should. And, Aaron, we will start with you. Let's go off the reservation a bit. Um, Some, I don't know, potentially significant news about the future of uh, All In and the future of a a perhaps secondary wrestling company.
2: Yeah, so we kind of all poo-pooed the idea of – bullet club wrestling or elite wrestling or whatever you know we were going to call it being a thing well it seems to be changed a little bit as all elite wrestling LLC filed some trademarks last week amongst them were all elite wrestling as well as all in double or nothing as well as Tuesday night dynamite Mm,
0: interesting
2: The most interesting thing about this is that it was not registered to Cody Rhodes. It was not registered to the Bucks or any of those other guys. It was registered to Tony Khan, and the address was Jaguar Stadium in Jacksonville, Florida. And if you do not know, Tony Khan is the son, and he's the co-owner of the Jaguars. He's the son of the primary owner, uh, Shad Khan. And the Khan family is worth an estimated $7.5 billion. Tony Khan is known to be a big wrestling fan. Okay,
0: but in fairness, he doesn't have the mustache, so he's kind of worthless to me. But Just th- This is record. true as well. Just for the record. Um, I saw you trying to put this story over on Twitter the other day, and I, I get it. And I'm not saying that it's insignificant, because it's not insignificant. But if anybody thinks that, that the Khan family is going to put all of that money into wrestling... Come on, man! Like, no. come on! No. that's not the way no. it's gonna go. No, um,
2: anyone who thinks that they would put billions yeah. of dollars into it is wrong. However, could they put a hundred million
0: dollars into it? Maybe, maybe. I don't know what that gets you right now. A hundred million dollars, like, I and hey, it if, gets you a weekly episodic TV show. Well, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> like, like, I tell you this: it gets you Tuesday a full night, fucking, night, it gets dynamite dynamite. fucking roster. Yeah,
2: Tuesday night dynamite every week on WGN America
0: at 8 p.m. Well, that wouldn't be smart. It would not be smart for them to try to I know to
2: launch...
1: WWE better sign me in July or fuck. Right.
0: <laughs> like if... I, I like working in
2: Jacksonville. I, I, okay, <laughs>
0: fair. If you're saying that they would do that after the WWE moves SmackDown. No, no, with... that's what
2: I'm talking about. Right. I don't think this is happening within the next month. This is happening the fall season, the
0: fall TV season. There's, There's two. It's twofold. Again, it depends on what your expectations are. If you do that, saying we're coming in to try to be, you know, a, a piece of the market, to try to sort of soak up everybody else and create ourselves as the established number two, I think you could pull that off. Yes. Um, and that's yeah, the that deal is, in the world of the
2: wrestling. Point.
0: Right. I think if you think that they're coming in here to immediately compete with WWE, you're kidding yourself. Well, they're dumb, yes. Yeah. That's
2: not happening.
0: Right. That's not. Bar,
2: barring, barring Tony Khan going completely crazy and legitimately I don't know why, I
1: don't, I don't know why you think that's that's not happening. But like, I could see that happen strictly off the strength of there's a lot of idiots that saw great matches on Monday and said the whole show sucked. Those same people are going to be die hard Tuesday night dynamite
0: watchers. Why? What would what would make you think that? Because he's saying the, the fans, the fans
2: of the elite fans
0: of Club are, are those type of fans. Yeah, I don't think that they have established that they would be die hard Tuesday night watchers. I think that they have established Are that you kidding me? Why, what?
2: Let's
1: let's not talk like all in wasn't sold out. Like, yeah, all in, all in because was it was the sold oh, out. We bro. talked
0: about the time. It's the first time they ever did it. It was yeah, one, and this will be the first time they ever did a TV show. Right, correct. The first night that they put uh, Impact on, um, what night? We, night That's
1: we, different.
0: Right,
2: they're, no, they're not going. Impact? They're not going for Monday. If they were going for Monday, you're right. They're going for a an empty. I understand that
0: if they're trying to establish themselves as something that can be secondary. First of all, and WWE on WGN America, you're not going to be able to pull the numbers that you can pull on Fox or even on USA. Like you just can't do that. There's nothing. But
1: but if Tony Khan is the owner of right. the, who's to say that Tuesday Night Dynamite can't get a placement on FX?
0: That would be well. I don't think that Fox, after doling out all that money, the WWE would be getting into business with another wrestling company. So okay,
1: then uh, why
0: wouldn't they put it on? ESPN, right? That like, okay. If you're saying that they, could then come you get up with, into Tuesday
2: night contracts. Anything with sports is tricky for weekday nights. I, I, I guess what I would say is,
0: Well, hold on. What do you mean Tuesday night contracts? Because the ESPN would say we've got that we got to put big. We Ball, have the ACC basketball, we have to, yeah. Big Ten basketball on Tuesday nights. So we got to deal with that, so we can't give you Tuesday nights throughout the year. We can give you Tuesday nights in July, um, but we can't give you Tuesday nights in in. February, right? Because we're not going to give up. Either
1: way, it. dude, you could put it on Netflix.
0: It doesn't fucking matter. It does matter if you if you genuinely it really doesn't. If well, you no, put it, it depends. On Netflix. In the context, if you put it on Netflix
1: as a weekly episodic show I, where people could watch it. Right? I'm oh, not saying
0: I'm not saying you couldn't do something with it. I think you absolutely could do something with it. But what is the context? Is the context that you're looking to create a every? We want to soak up everything else. And we want to establish ourselves as the clear number two. Or do you really want to compete with WWE? And again, your scenario, if you think there's someone... No, some I, no, world... no,
1: but the thing is, you've, you're, you're, you're putting the, the cart before the horse. Right. Like, you got to understand that they're going to come in trying to be the established number two. Once they get their footing, that's when they're going to try to compete with WWE. Uh, maybe. But, that's a fair... Flip- what do you mean, maybe? That's that, it's just a... smart business. The man is worth billions of dollars.
0: It's a fickle market to enter in to think that you're going to massively profit without having to spend an insane amount of money. To what it's worth, and give them credit, the WWE has managed to soak up much of the market because they've spent a lot. There's a reason that building exists in Orlando that's not even their corporate headquarters. Like, they have been willing to spend insane amounts of money in order to continue soaking up the market. Now, if your argument is... They just have stupid money. They'll just spend all of it for the sake of doing it. I don't think they're that dumb business people.
1: If you have $100 million and a TV studio, you can easily put on a phenomenal wrestling show that can air every single week
0: on Can you tour with a full roster and do live shows every week in different cities across the country and have stage presences and all of that? Are they no perpe- right.
1: WWE's not re- like WWE's making money off their live shows, but then that's the least money they make. i was gonna say I don't know if they're
2: making they're really exactly. making money like, off the like live of the shows. shows no, just, no, they definitely still, no, money they on, they still definitely part
0: doesn't matter. No, no, they they're still, still definitely the money make money off the, TV off the live shows. TV and merch. Right, they make more money ultimately off the TV deal because they got a great TV deal. Again, I'm talking
1: about any wrestling organization, dude. I'm talking about if you put if you have a hundred million dollar back. Let's not even say a hundred. If you have a $50 million back. Right. And you have a studio that you can shoot wrestling in.
0: That you've got. That s- you
1: only realistically need to use 12 times a year. right? Then the other money goes to all the production staff, the editors, and then paying your, your, your fucking uh, talent.
0: Right. So you and, was, you
1: and you have a and by having that invested that much money in it, you can get a TV deal with TBS or fucking. Well, no, uh, no.
0: The money that you just described is a, is you would be talking about something a little bit less than what Sinclair is doing with Ring of Honor. Like that's that's what you're dealing with. Like Sinc- Sinclair is putting fifty million dollars in the Ring of Honor. Sinclair has that money and has spent it. They've spent far more than fifty million dollars over time, not all at once, on Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Now they've made enough profit. Sure,
2: but we're talking about over eight years
0: at this point. Right, you're talking about doing it all at once, and all at once is an interesting. What does that get you on day one? Where are you? Because if you've got Uh, it, it gets
1: you on fucking uh, who? What's a what's a what's a nice network that's not uh, NBC or uh, it gets you on NBC Sports.
0: Well, you can Again, it's the same deal. You still got to deal with, with NBC. They're not going to get you on NBC Sports. Okay, uh, then it
1: gets you on again like, CBS Sports.
0: Yeah, which is that's yeah, now you're the Alliance of American Football. Like that. I mean, like that's uh, what you are, which is fine. It's it, I'm not, maybe the Alliance of American Football can work. This is I'm not. I think you're. You think that I'm poo pooing it. I don't think that we understand how difficult it would be to try to carve out that market. Like it's not. I, I think here's, here's here's what, what market. Here's what the elite the people, has.
1: If there's two million people that watched Raw on the other night, at least five hundred thousand of them are piece of shit wrestling fans that complain about everything. But in part, watch it
0: so they can complain about it.
2: My point being, they will intentionally start watching the other show. The one thing that you know all elite wrestling would have that other people don't is that. Three days ago, they put out, uh, you know, one of the Being the Elite videos. It has 150,000 views. If you can get that sort oh, right. of thing right away, that's something that no other, you know, startup, the typical startup doesn't have. I agree. Uh,
1: 150,000 views? Yes. I, I got music videos more than that. Bro.
2: What In three days?
1: Uh, I mean, my, my last Mixtape 69 did a million streams in the first week.
2: But I, I, okay, if you put out a show, do you think you'd have a million views? I'm saying that uh, I think that's our baseline for the the viewership for. Oh, right this is a show. Right. Yeah. This, this is the they're being the elite, which are you know the the, it's videos, the web series. the like do, fifteen yeah. twenty minute yeah, shows.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying this was like a
0: teaser. No, 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 no. Look, uh, I'm, not, then, uh, I'm not. trying to downplay. Yeah, the, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. I'm not trying to downplay the significance, and I I'll root for them. Again, my standard will be. I think they have a real opportunity to step in and be number two. I don't think it's even worthy of the conversation. you are number two, right? You're We're number two until they get to that point. They get to that point, they establish something. Then you know we can talk about it then. But I don't. Think I, it's I'd a, be happy
2: with a strong number two right now. Yeah, I
0: would. I would be happy with that as well. I agree with that. I would really like for there to be a strong number two. I agree. Uh, and then we'll find out who it works for. Um, now moving forward, um, we need to talk about a couple things related to WWE. Uh, One that was just a social media thing that I noticed this week that I thought was really cool. And I don't know how much conversation there is to have about this. But the WWE put out a poll. A top, like, who's the best man, the best men in WWE history. And the options were the Macho Man Randy Savage, Big Boss Man, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, the Boogeyman, and the man, Becky Lynch, right? Like, it was great. Somebody commented on there. Women do all of this work to get recognized in WWE, and they call Becky Lynch a man. SMH disappointing. Becky Lynch responds uh, to this person on Twitter by saying, It's cool. There's no they. Being the man is my own statement. After decades of awesome men being the man, what's more empowering than saying to both female and male locker rooms, I am the man now. What are you going to do about it? Because make no mistake, that's what I am swag i mean like it's just it's so awesome right <laughs> like, Becky is the best so, swag that's so great like i don't really know even what else to say like it's just a ten and a half like just
2: stop a stop going after becky anything to do with becky because she will own your soul if you do that part
0: is that's true. number one unless
2: you're nia
1: jackson's fist
0: well yeah there's that but you know like eh, whatever happened i'm lucky... sure becky will come back and yeah one lucky, one lucky shot one lucky shot that's all that was um and I've already forgotten what our third thing was because we had uh we did the, this. The third one was uh all the WWE UK stuff. Oh, right. A bunch yep. of stuff with WWE UK happened. Yep, so we know Yeah, explain to me, so I guess the performers are gonna be a little bit more exclusive now.
2: Yeah, so when it first started, it was pretty much yeah, you're part of WWE UK or NXT UK, but you're also you're an independent guy. We're not gonna hold you to anything. Now it seems like they're giving Three different tiers. There's the true low-level guys who are just whatever you can do whatever you want. There is the top stars, which include, of course, guys you know Mustache Mountain Pete Dunn or you know those type of guys who are now fully exclusive. They cannot wrestle anywhere in the UK besides NXT UK. Okay. Then there's a middle group, and this one's I think the interesting one, just because I haven't we haven't really heard anything like this before, or seen anything like it. So. WW, or, yeah, WWE goes to them and says, you know, you're part of NXT UK, you can still wrestle in these other companies, but if you're facing anyone who has TV or who's a major company in, in the UK, let's say Rev Pro, let's say um, blanking on some of the others, but some of the other big companies, you're not allowed to wrestle any of their guys. Well, if which, they show up the one, on another TV, you are up? not allowed to wrestle them in any company ever. Would that include
0: um, Progress?
2: Well, Progress is with them. Like, you know, Progress oh, okay. is, is right. the kind right. of affiliate, okay. sort of.
0: Okay, okay. So
2: I assume it doesn't apply to Progress, but, like, everybody else.
0: It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, it's a step towards, you know, being, trying to establish a foothold and <laughs> what they're attempting to do. It's interesting. Um, the other step they're taking is we're going to see our first ever NXT UK TakeOver.
2: Yes, yes, we are. It, uh, NXT TakeOver Blackpool. It's sold out in less than three hours. It is going to be shown on the network. I don't know if it's going to be shown live. Or if it's just gonna, you know, show in a day later or even you hours later or you whatever. Know,
1: you do know we're like five years away from NXT Takeover being in
0: Wembley, right? Um, sure. Why not? Right? I love Why, it. I <laughs> mean, now I think what WWE... if they do
1: a UX, NXT Takeover in Wembley, we have to go.
0: Uh, I'm. I don't disagree with that. Here's what I would yeah. say. I think. Do you do you buy into the idea that they would do WrestleMania? And yeah, no. they're definitely
2: going to do WrestleMania now in, in UK for sure. I d I don't think they I don't think they're ever not for WrestleMania. I think they will do a pay-per-view there. No, they're
1: definitely gonna do WrestleMania in
2: UK. I just I just don't think they're gonna give up that uh prime you know, the change the time, that dramatic. Oh, really? Really? Wait a second. You, yeah. Aren't
1: you aren't you part of the same internet community that spends hours upon hours bitching about how WrestleMania doesn't matter anymore? Wait, what? You guys said WrestleMania doesn't matter anymore. Because they're building to the shows after it
2: now. Well, I, so. I'm not saying it doesn't matter anymore. I'm saying that, yeah, it's weird that nothing at WrestleMania matters the next day. Yes, what happens at WrestleMania in storyline typically doesn't matter the next day. That's a fact. Okay. Okay. Yes. So then, why could they not do it in the UK then? Because I don't think they're going to give up that, you know, because it's still one of the pay-per-views that people actually pay for. And I don't think they're giving up that 7 p.m. or 7 to 8 p.m. slot.
0: It's an interesting argument that would it be the end of the world to do a major event at 2 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon? Do you really think no one No, Like, like they, I don't think it would be the end of the world. But by the I way, don't, I'm staggered by. I did not realize. I think it would
1: actually be better for the WrestleMania. Like, the, like the American fans that aren't going yeah. would prefer it be at 2 o'clock and be done by 8 o'clock.
0: Uh, I think there's an argument for it. I mean, I think there's an argument that you could still do. Like, I can't. I genuinely can't believe that they. That, if this number is true, 390,000 people attempted to buy that fucking god awful Tiger Phil thing last week, right? Like, which was an abomination. And yes. three hundred ninety. Why was it 000... an
2: abomination? Because it, there watch. was this, it was all
0: of it they, was, was it so. It was
2: rigged. Like they, they were picking up their balls and just saying, yeah, well, you, you take this shot. It was yeah, It was the whole thing was
0: utterly fake. There was never any juice to it. Like no one ever. Wrestling
2: is realer than that.
0: Yeah. Like it was just, it was, it was awful. The whole thing. And yet 390,000 people apparently attempted, obviously they, they're getting their money back, but attempted to pay $20 to watch that. And that was on a Friday afternoon. Now, I get it, it was a Friday afternoon of Thanksgiving week. But I think it's a sign that for these events, it might not have to be a Sunday night. It might very well be we're so in conditioned to watching things on Sunday afternoons as a country anyway, right? Like that's when we watch football. football. Um, that Sunday afternoon might work. I once upon a time was of the same opinion that you couldn't do that because of the time difference. But I don't think I necessarily agree even agree with myself anymore i think that the time difference thing it, i i would tend to agree with aj i think there would people be people that would argue that they would actually prefer it that way that frankly they got to get up in the morning the next day and they're good with it and i think it'd be a little bit different if you were talking about something that was like 7 a.m east Co- or west coast time because that would really suck but the idea of starting it at 2 o'clock eastern 11 a.m pacific time I don't think that's the end of the world for a major event. I think they could do it, and I think they're going to. I I agree with AJ. I'm for it, and I hope it happens, because like
2: you, I'd much rather have it. It's one of those things, I'll believe it when it happens. I hear
0: you. I hear you. right, uh, let's get some plugs in and wrap up. Uh, AJ, we'll start with you. What can we plug for you?
1: Uh, You know, I just got... um, uh, Just go to my social media at AJFrancis410 on Twitter or Instagram. Um, I got a whole bunch of stuff going on there like i said the scw show on december 15th all you got to do is become a member at com backslash scw and you get free access to the wrestling show as well as free access to the after party afterwards um and you get access to his private snapchat with all the shenanigans and tomfoolery that happens on there with the lovely busey beauties
0: now, I, which is ridiculous
1: so once again all social media at AJ,
0: for instance, 4 1 AJ, of course, alleging that that's not normal in the wrestling community, which I don't know what he's talking about. Just hot, <laughs> chicks, just hot chicks everywhere. That's typically the way that it works. Um, Aaron, go ahead.
2: I am on Twitter at DAOster. You can find the show at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us, jobbingoutshow at gmail.com. I doubt I'll have any uh, wrestling stuff in the Baltimore Sun over the next week, but who knows? Maybe something crazy will happen, and I will, write. So just keep your eye out for it at uh, the Baltimore Sun.
0: All right, very good. Hey, uh, I need to plug. I'm doing some charity things, uh, much like uh, AJ does charity events, and I always appreciate supporting it. I'm going to be collecting uh, coats and winter weather gear and, frankly, clothes of all types for the Helping Up Mission downtown in Baltimore. We've been doing it for about 10 years now. Um, And we are going to be doing this year's events on Sunday, December 16th. That night, uh, UMBC is hosting uh, Florida Gulf Coast in the Cinderella Bowl. And so I'm going to be at that game collecting coats for the Helping Up mission. I hope some of you guys would come over and uh, donate them. And then the next night, the 17th, we'll be at uh, Glory Days Grill in Towson doing the same thing. And we're going to have some giveaways, some stuff. But really, we just want to see. And we really hope that you guys will just go empty your closet right now and uh, gather up some coats and some uh, warm-weather gear. And I'm,
1: I'm going to put you both under the gun right now. I need people to help me with the December 8th uh, camp food drive at the women's basketball
0: game. What, what time is it? I believe it is at noon.
2: Let me check. You I will be, be flying with... back to the Dominican Republic that day.
0: Eh, we got, yeah, I got a lot of questions. I got a lot of questions about that guy. I got a lot of questions about that guy. Uh, it is
1: at noon, so that means you'd have to be there around 10, and you could leave at 1230 if you were not
0: um, – I will, I will you know, t- If you
1: didn't believe in equality and believe that women should be able to have basketball Jesus as well. Jesus Christ. Or you'd stay for the whole game.
0: Jesus Christ. I, well, I have an issue about a game that I'm scheduled to do that day, but I will talk to you about it because it you might still be
1: an option.
0: I you I just said I will talk to you about it because it might still be an option, and I'm trying to help you because I like helping you, and I support what you're doing, jerk. I don't know if you noticed. You. Have I shown up and helped – Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I support you. And women's basketball and equality. You had <laughs> yeah, to have that one. Whole thing. I support all of it. All right. Um, very good. Uh, appreciate all that. Glenn Clark Radio and glennclarkradio.com. All right. Uh, thanks again to Billy Gunn. Go see him at MCW at the end of the month for Aaron Oster and for. The main event. Event. Vent. 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 Good news I no longer have diarrhea. Bad news I still don't get why it is that she eats her pizza that way. Vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been jobbing out.
1: Cheerio.